Call Blaine. Blaine J. Every time I do this, I have to rehook up all my stuff, and I just always get nervous. It's not hooked up right. But, uh, no, I think we're good. Everything is good on my Zoom. So now we're calling. Hello, Mr. Blaine J. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. Oh, hey. <laughs> I didn't know uh, exactly what time you were calling, so I was just sitting here watching. Uh, Ricky Gervais roasts. I didn't. Mm. I had looked over and saw my phone ringing. I didn't hear it. I had my ears in. Hold on, just a minute. I gotta take your time. Sorry, I was. I've been trying to call you for the last half hour, but my, no, you're good. My boys are just on a whole new like sleep schedule. Like the time change like worked in reverse for us. Now they're going to bed later than they ever were, which I thought they'd oh, yeah. go to bed earlier at the, when we fall back, but. Uh, Man, it is a it is a battle. What, how old are they now? Four and two, and they go to bed oh, at like okay. we we start everything at eight. And it used to be oh we get them to go down around eight fifteen, maybe eight thirty on a bad day. But God, the last week or so, it's been nine o'clock, nine o'clock, nine or the last two weeks I guess. It's like come on guys, help us out. And it sounds like they're still up. Then they're still up a little bit, but I think they're winding, and my wife said she'd take over after she was done getting ready, and I was like, well, I'm just going to just make contact here because I've yeah, been looking forward to this all day. Yeah, it's been, it's been, and it seems like we say it every time, but it's been like an unreasonably long time yeah. since we've spoken. It's been a whirlwind of the last, whatever, six weeks, and or whatever last time we spoke, but everything's starting to slow down. And yeah, yeah, it's gonna get better. Up, oh, and I hear crying. Oh, God. oh my goodness! It's my oldest. Just wants to just fuck with my little one. Just kicking and hitting. Um, let me. I'll be right back. Hold on. No, hey, no problem. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, James is gone, so I'll just talk about whatever I want to. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I got nothing much to say. I've got a massive headache right now, so that's good. I took some aspirin, but. uh I haven't kicked in yet, so it kind of feels like someone hit me in the back of the head with a hammer, so that's good. Um, been playing a lot of games, uh, working out, basically the same stuff, but I'm sure I'll get into that with James. Um, nothing else is really new. I lead kind of a boring life. <laughs> no, uh, it's incredibly difficult to just like uh, riff off the top of your head and you've got uh, no one to talk to. So I guess I'll just uh, sit here in silence, maybe. Yeah, I can't really do that either, though. Any of you guys out there hear any uh, good jokes? <laughs> I, I don't have any, unfortunately. All right. Hopefully that took. I'm oh, sorry. Hey. No, no, you're fine. I was I was trying to riff, but I, I 
like I was telling the audience, if they hear this part, <laughs> I've got like kind of a massive headache. I don't know what's going on with that, but yeah. I took, took some aspirin and hopefully those will kick in soon because it is one of those that's just like encompasses the whole back of your head, you know, <laughs> you just want to punch yourself in the face to feel something different. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like tension or something like that. Yeah, I have no idea, man. It could be anything. I just got off of a bout of food poisoning yesterday, so oh, it could shit. be related to that, too. Oh, it was the worst. Not sure exactly. I couldn't pinpoint where I got it from, but I'm thinking it was Freddy's, so thank you, Freddy's. Uh, normally, mm. your food is pretty decent, uh, but Big that's about all I had to, to eat yesterday. Yeah. yeah, shout out them. Uh, you know, you could... Uh, Go get some hydroxy cut, or you could just go get some Freddy's. Apparently, we <laughs> do the same thing. <laughs> so I lost about five pounds. So that's yeah, good. I guess if you're depending on if you're needing to, I am not. I'm uh, I'm down to my ideal weight, and then so I actually probably need to be looking to to gain a little bit. But hey. yeah, yeah, I've been going to the gym a lot more. I don't know, it's just the only place open at like 3, 4 in the morning. So even if it's not like my designated day, a lot of time I'll just kind of go, yeah, I can go. And I just go to the gym for an hour or two. So oh, cool. it hurt my wrist. Hmm. Uh, being dumb because I'm old now, James. I don't know if you're aware. No, you're not. <laughs> I started this show when I was 30, I think 34 years old, 35. And I'm now 41. I'll be 42 next month, which is insane to me. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I was. I, I keep eyeing these. Uh, I don't know if, if anyone listening is aware if I've ever talked about it, but I used to box when I was younger. And um, I, at the gym, they've got this this set of heavy bags sitting over there. And you know, I see the guys come in and they work the bags and stuff, and I start feeling nostalgic for this shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, one day I was in there, it was about three in the morning, about a week or two ago, and uh, no one else was in there. It was just me. And I just finished my workout, and I just, just walked over and maybe punched the heavy bag one time, you know? Mm-hmm. So I didn't bother getting any gloves up front or wrapping my wrists or anything like that. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to punch it once. Well, I punched it once, and I was amazed by how, I could still rock that bag. Hmm. So I started going into some combos and uh, the bag started swinging pretty heavy. I didn't have anyone to hold it. And I came in with a left and knew before it contacted that it was not angled right. And oh. that it was going to really hurt. And it just blew my wrist, man. <laughs> so the so last uh, couple weeks, in fact, my wife and I, you know, not to be too risky, but we took a shower together earlier, and she said, your right ch- uh, peck is bigger than your left, and that's because for the past couple weeks, I've been really favoring the one arm, because <laughs> I can't <laughs> do anything with the left. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of going into this, uh, I guess, flabby mode on the left side, because I'm just, I'm not able to do as much, you know, on every workout I'm doing, you know, I'm doing like three or four reps less less on that side and when i'm doing bench i can feel it dipping you know so i started using the the straight bar that uh uh is connected to mechanical whatever so that you know i don't have one side dipping but anyway it yeah that no one wants to hear workout talk what have you been up to man <laughs> well i mean uh my my cross-country team that that whole season finally ended 
which was great. That's where I got a lot of my work in coming back to workouts a little bit. I'll just move through it. But we did well. Yeah. Second place for girls, third place for boys. I mean, we had a big award ceremony tonight because my boys were like the smartest in the district. So we got this oh, nice. thing. And that was nice. And uh, But that's all done. I have like one little award ceremony I'm going to do quickly next week. Just give or two weeks. Give them all pizza. And then I'm like done with all that. I'm taking a few of these silly like psychology classes, this local community college, and like that was a mistake. Like I should never have started that, but I'm like oh, five man. weeks away and it's all done. So again, I'm just like, thank God. Uh, and when that's done, like then my my days, weeks, nights, days just open up like immensely, and I am like so <laughs> looking for just to like, I go to work, I come home, hang out with the kiddos, and then like I can. Get into Maybe some games, games and do some stuff. I have a backlog of games, books, comic books, oh. just stuff I've been putting on the side. And and then I want to get back into, I mean, again, going back to working out. I want to get back into weights more. I've been running a lot. My cardio is great. My endurance is fantastic. Now I need to build some strength. And I am uh, the opposite, sir. <laughs> I, I get winded doing just about anything, but I like it. I'm back like my body looks like when I was in my twenties, you know, I'm not to toot my own horn, but I look great right now. Um, but like, I'll find myself doing some task and I'll get to heavy breathing. You know, I don't think I can make it maybe a half mile, quarter mile right now. If I had to try and run, dude, uh, <laughs> you I probably keep, could. I keep, I keep thinking, well, I keep thinking I need to add cardio to my workout, but it takes so long. I've done it a couple times, you know, where I'll jump on the, uh, like the old treadmill or whatever and i'll start going and then 15 minutes will pass and i'm like man i just want to be done with this whereas you know weights you can just hit them hard and be out of there in an hour yeah. if you want that cardio you you know you're just running that's it's so boring hour. riding yeah. the bike yeah and it's just like this is the worst and then my job is all walking anyway so i hate that shit so <laughs> you know, i'm just uh maybe i should start running at work while i'm unloading trucks just run instead of walk there you go yeah, oh but uh, but enough about yeah. working out. Let's uh, let's talk games. We have a we have a, some two dynamite. We've got games. a lot to talk about. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about two games, both. Uh, and it's probably going to be brief. On you know, it's been what two months. I feel real bad about that. Like I actually, you know, this is the first time we missed October, which mm-hmm. uh, I actually recorded at work. I, I was working alone some of those days because uh, the guy I worked with he went on vacation, so I actually recorded via my phone, like just like an episode of the show that I thought I might do, but then I was listening to the recording quality and it's bad. <laughs> so the whole premise I was doing was I was just going to like, just freely talk about all the scariest moments in uh, video games that I could remember, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I got out, I think close to 35, 40 minutes, you know, work a, a shorter episode, but you know, something. And then just the quality is so bad. I don't, I don't know that I want to put that out, but I may tack it on the end of either this episode or an upcoming one or something. Just, you know, I've still got it on my phone, obviously, but I think I have a, uh, a did, something in the can right now. One of those off topics we talked about, I think it was all work workout talk. So I don't know how fun that would be either, but I'll, I don't think I've said that to you yet. That's the, uh, that's the sad thing is that's like more than anything else. That's what's been my life lately is, you mm-hmm. know, working out, going to work, you know, just trying to spend time with family. So it's been a little harder. I did, uh, trade in a bunch of the, the I had just a pile of games I, sh- I sent you pictures of mm-hmm. and asked if you wanted any of those I, I, I did send you some we haven't talked about that yet uh, I sent you a copy of uh, Wild Arms 2 
that had something real special in it. Oh, yeah. so Debbie Does fun. Dallas, right? Is that it? <laughs> no, I believe it. It oh, was Paris, uh, one, one night, night in Paris. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> one night in Paris. Yeah, yeah because James, uh, you only had the first uh, uh, Wild Arms, Correct. and I had an extra extra copy of four and uh, three, I think. Mm-hmm. So I sent those to you, and then you didn't have two, but I had the case and manual mm-hmm. to two, thanks to uh, Seaton giving me that uh, some years ago. And so I sent that to you, but I felt like I should put something in there. And every time I've sold my DVD collection down, you know, it's dwindled down. To, well, I've got less than 100 now. But no one will take porno. And I've always had this porn of One Night in Paris, which is the famous, you know, sex tape Paris. So, uh-huh. And I've just had that for 20 years. No one will take it. But I'm still loath to throw anything away either uh-huh. that has any kind of monetary value. So finally, I'll just, like, I'll just put this in there. For James and I folded up the uh, the outer case of that and I put it in uh, the manual for uh, Wild Arms Three. So if you haven't found that yet, that's in there I for you. That. I saw that, <laughs> and I'll tell you right now, I have worn out that DVD since you sent it. <laughs> it's not that good, man. <laughs> it's like pre iPhone recording with like a big, you know. It has all the right parts. Yeah, I, I suppose it does. And she's still a beautiful woman at 40, so, yeah. you know, um, she's just actually just slightly younger than me, but uh, airhead to be sure, and, mm-hmm. and yet she makes more money in a minute than I will in my lifetime. So sure. that's, that's capitalism. But, yeah, so I sent those to you. Um, but I did trade in the rest of those for uh, some PS4 games last week. I, I posted a, a picture on the Discord, um, picked up, uh, like, Cobra Kai, uh, Resident Evil The Village, which we're going to be covering today. Mm-hmm. Um, played through that. And then uh, Chicken Police, <laughs> which is a weird one, but I, I, I want I want to get a, you a copy of this because I actually think it's pretty good. Um, but any, I, 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 I haven't finished it yet, but it's like a adventure game that's like uh, kind of like noir where you play as a hard-boiled detective you know type of thing that the twist is you're a chicken mm-hmm. and everyone is anthropomorphic you know uh mm-hmm. you're investigating into this cat and there's a <laughs> mouse and giraffes and dogs and all this stuff and it's it's done very well and it's actually very adult there's a lot of cussing and so, so on and so forth and it's not at all like a little kid's game a very very adult game but very cool real well written exceptionally well acted so love that but we're not going to be talking about that i guess so no i'm looking at it now chicken police ps4 yeah is it the four four red or uh, paint it red? yeah 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 paint it red yeah that's it Hmm. yeah because they have a they're kind of like uh uh what were those films sin city and etc where they would use very very limited color in there and anytime you see any color it's just like so bold and stands out like when you first meet the your client the cat she has green eyes and that's the only color on the screen and anytime there's blood it's going to be of course bright red etc so um and they comment on it in the game that like they're used to the the town used to be vibrant with colors but that uh, something's happened to take almost all the color away. Ooh. So just in, interesting stuff. It's a really good game. Like I said, I, I'm having a ball with it. Uh, I, I haven't played it in a couple of days just because if I, if I really delved into it, I would remember even less about Resident Evil The Village, which is only a week out, and even uh. less of Final Fantasy um, VII Remake, which at this point I, I've played 
like well over a month ago. Uh, it's got to be closer to two months, I think. Mm-hmm. Did you get through the whole thing? Oh, God, no. No, no. Did you? I'm about halfway through. Okay. Well, you're probably you're probably past me. I I spent about six, maybe seven hours. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I never left uh, Midgar, mm-hmm. but I don't think you do. No, right? you just no. I don't think so. You get you just get out, and then that's, that's the end of the this game, I believe. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's no telling how far I am in it. Then I think I'm right at the point where I'm supposed to like I did all the side quests in Midgar, and then I was gonna move on. But I did everything I literally everything I could do, and I was just getting. I mean, this is gonna piss off some people. I can already hear like Spokes. You know, he's a, he's a huge Final Fantasy fan. I'm sure he loves this game. And and there's a lot of people that do that that said they they really appreciated the the remake and stuff. And there are things I appreciate, James. Don't get me wrong. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, music is great. But then again, it's like the music basically is just. Uh, the stuff from the original seven redone. Um, mm-hmm. The visuals are great, but these are all characters we know and love. I mean, they're really trying to tug at our nostalgic, you know, heartstrings kind of thing. Well, that, and they're uh, trying to appeal to like, you know, a brand new generation, you know, 16 sure. year olds for the first time, you know, they see the old final fantasy seven. And unfortunately would just be like, what is this? But this game, this game is more appealing to the, the high schoolers. I, I get that they, course. Right, that they were trying to keep that in mind, but I really feel like that was a mistake because they're gamers nowadays. Um, you know, 20 years ago it was all kids. Um, now mm-hmm. those kids, us, have grown up and we're adults, and we're the ones with the expendable income mm-hmm. and stuff. And if they were wanting this to like really, really do well, like I'm sure it did amazingly, but if they were wanting us to to buy every version like i don't think like personally i don't know where you're at i don't know that i'm gonna like buy the other versions i have no desire to continue playing this game um maybe you're at a different place but to me it just it felt like i'm replaying the original game but a lesser version of Mm -hmm. i didn't like the um you know, just play as one character and it'd be like live action and stuff like i really tried to like it you know, switching between characters, I get the appeal. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel like Final Fantasy to me, or specifically Final Fantasy VII. You know, if this had been uh, another game with all new characters, I may have liked it more. But because I just kept going back in my head to Final Fantasy VII, I just wanted the, uh, you know, I'm a boomer gamer, I guess. I just wanted the old style. Uh, you know, I I select what I'm my characters are going to do, and then those characters do whatever it's like what do they call that active time battle or whatever mm-hmm. um you know and have like my list there instead of like physically running around this thing as it's jumping in the air and having to roll out of the way it's i mean it just didn't feel like final fantasy to me mm-hmm. and as okay. such it, it it turned me off a little bit that and the fact that they took a section of a game that was a few hours long and they tried to stretch it out into the an entire game um, felt a little bit like what Jackson did with the Hobbit. He took the smallest book of Tolkien's, you know, some 300 pages, if that, yeah. and made it into three feature length movies because he had already busted his nut on the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, and you just, you can't do that, you know, no, no matter how much you add, 
to try and it, it dilutes the original story. It makes things worse. But the final straw for me, James, was when I heard uh, the voice acting, not just for Cloud, who was terrible, but <laughs> terrible in the way that I was like, okay, that is probably what that little bitch would sound like. Because um, classically, I don't care for Cloud too much. He's a little, <laughs> you know, yeah. A little bit, a little, you know, just always down on himself. Feel sorry always. for me. Exactly. And yeah. uh, that's not that. the hero I want, you know. So uh, when I heard him, I was like, okay, I get it. But when I heard Sephiroth's voice, that pissed me <laughs> off. Because Sephiroth is supposed to be this complete badass, this, mm-hmm. you know, just otherworldly almost godlike you know being and he talks almost identically to the way that damn cloud talks just like a little emo bitch and <laughs> i had it in my head you know you know lunar you know the the voice actor that does galleon whereas he's just like he's got this gravitas to his voice and he you know you'd know without seeing any imagery it's like this guy would slip my throat, you know, mm-hmm. for over nothing. You know, that's the type of voice I expected out of Sephiroth. And instead I get this like sounding guy that sounds like he wants to go shop at Hot Topic. <laughs> and, you know, I just, it really, that was literally the moment uh, where I was like, what am I doing? I don't, I don't like this game. And I turned it off. Um, mm-hmm. So I got that far, you know, I think I was right about to go into a, uh, Don Cornelio's, you know, whole sub thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did all the sub quests before that and did all that crap and met everybody and stuff. And like I said, man, it just didn't resonate with me. Is it a good game? I'll, certainly. I'll give it that. This isn't Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> mm-hmm. this, this is genuinely a good game, and I would recommend it to those long, younger listeners that haven't played the original Final Fantasy VII because maybe they can get past that. And I'd still recommend it to, like, super fans of Final Fantasy VII, but I am, like, classically, you know, uh, I've, I've said for years that Final Fantasy VII specifically is the most overrated of all the Final Fantasies. I, I think it's a very good game, but I put it, like, closer to the middle. It's not anywhere near the top of as far as story or characters or anything, even music. It's, it's middling, you know. It's not as bad as 8, certainly, but it's not nearly as good as what all these people, the pedestal that put it on, to me anyway. And, you know, games are subjective, so be mad if you want to, guys. But that's the way I feel. And them remaking this, uh, while exciting, um, they just, to me, did everything wrong. You know, it's a good game, but it's like I would have much preferred, you know, a true remake of 4 or 6. 6 would have been incredible. Uh, to me, that's six and five and four. Those are the best ones to me. Uh, but like I said, I'm a boomer gamer. So, yeah. What are your thoughts? I games? mean, Final Fantasy VII did bring like Final Fantasy to the household name. You know, before yeah, that, yeah. it was just you know uh, reading and waiting. You know, no one wants to do that. We want action, action, especially in America. So, Final Fantasy VII, you got to give it the. All the kudos for, like, just blowing up the franchise, uh, at least in the United States. But... It, it did. Um, not that it was unknown before, because, I mean, me and my friends all knew about Final Fantasy. Yeah, but from, it was niche. Uh, it was the, all Final it was, it, 
Definitely. all role-playing games, and then 7 just, like, everyone was playing 7. If you had a PlayStation, you had, you know, most of you, not everyone, but most people had Final Fantasy 7 and loved it, um, which was great. But I, I like, I mean, the graphics to this game, just perfect. Oh, they're superb. Just, I can't even, be, I mean, that, to me alone, was just uh, so incredible. Uh, you used to be right music, fine. Um, you know, like I said, it's 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 the seven stuff just revamped and bolstered, which is cool. Voice acting, you know, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Combat, like, I, you know, it's it's like it's okay, it's fine when I'm battling like your normal enemy, but whenever I fought like a boss, I I swear, like the the battles were just insanely long, first of all. Yeah. And then like all I'm doing is just healing, 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 and I'm like, God, like, was this the original game? Was this like all I was doing? Was just like <laughs> high potion, high potion, high cure, cure, cure. Like I can't even like turn around and enjoy myself because like whatever, Barrett's on his back or dead or something. Cloud's about ready to die. And I'm like, it's it's reminiscent of Final Fantasy 15. It was kind of the same thing where it was like, when I got into some like deep shit, like I just had to heal and heal and heal. And then suddenly I'm like, that's my, that's the entire game. It's just management, you know, character yeah. management, not like gameplay and beating the boss. And that's where I kind of like was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is like, this isn't as fun. So whenever I like beat a boss, like it wasn't a sense of accomplishment. It was like just won a war of attrition. Now I need a break. <laughs> yeah. The 100% agree. Yeah. It just, it was gaining and it felt like it could have been done a lot better. You know, it didn't feel, you know, and I've heard from like Cujo and I think Nick's mentioned too on, on their cover of this game. Uh, shout out to the RPG show. You should be listening to them. Um, they they said that, you know, as you get good quotations at it, that they didn't have fun with it on the easier levels. It wasn't until they went to hardcore and they had to, like, really learn how to use all the systems that it unlocked it for them and that it felt like a lot of fun. Yeah, okay. Well, I, well, I don't want to play this at the hardest level. I'm not the type of gamer that likes games like uh, Dark Souls necessarily. Like, mm -hmm. I'm sure I could if I had more time, but I'm an older guy now. I think a lot of our listeners are in their, you know, 30s, 40s. And, you know, I don't have the time and energy to master these systems to make an already 20-hour game into a 50-hour game. You know, I, I don't care about platinums. I, I don't care about all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I just want to get through the story, have fun, and stop playing effectively, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, I wasn't really able to do that because I'm trying to do the combat system on whatever normal or maybe I was even on easy. And I was having trouble with bosses because, like you said, it was a war of attrition. And there was it was just boring. Uh, it mm -hmm. was just like me outlasting them you know and uh like everything else you know story-wise and stuff yeah they added some new things and it was cool to hear um badger from Bre breaking bad play a uh, wedge i think and you know some of that stuff so filling in those characters more was cool you know because it was adding additional characters to um the Final Fantasy VII story that weren't major players in the original, mm -hmm. maybe flesh them out some more. That's all cool. Uh, I've heard from people that they're going to change certain aspects of the story up to including, I'm sure, Eris is going to live. Um, mm. So, 
because this isn't the same story quotations. It's like a different uh, reality telling a similar story with yeah. the same characters, supposedly. So they're able to get away with uh, changing things slightly here and there. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I get that this was a lot of people's first Final Fantasy um, I had a lot of problems with the story initially. Uh, they cleaned it up a little bit, but the story was broken and not very well written to begin with, in my opinion. Sorry again, like 7 is is fine. It's just not the masterpiece that some of the other ones, like 6 is, like as far as actual good writing, that is one of the best in the series. Every character has arcs that make sense, and there's this whole, you know, the bad guy is like bad because he's just insane and uh, you actually lose you don't win in that game it's it's more of a empire of strikes back feeling where it's like a down note you know it's like you win but the earth is still completely ruined etc you know just a, a much cooler story to me the whole mako and the you know we're draining the planet there's this meteor come in but only this one ancient and you know all that stuff is just convoluted and goofy and i didn't buy into it or care about it much the first time and it's just more of the same for me so mm -hmm. yeah got anything else you want to say about it yeah, i think i you know I, I i will finish this uh this is a game that my boys don't typically enjoy watching so i have to wait till they're asleep <laughs> so that's why that one kind of progresses a little slowly but uh they're both going to be in daycare, you know, this summer, summer camp. So this is one that I have definitely, it's the front of my list to finish. Mm. And I will, and I haven't made my decision yet on moving forward with the rest of the franchise. Knee jerk, I probably will because I know a lot of people that will. And I want to see, what, yeah, I, yeah. I, I still want to see what's next and where they take it. And I think, you know, if they make Aerith live, like that's, that is uh that's going to create conversation, you know. I, I would want to I mean, just play it to see that, you know. I, I, that means I have to buy it to play it to see that. So they they got me. It's almost certainly going to happen the yeah. way that they keep wording. Oh, you know, this isn't the same story exactly. You know, uh, I'm sure there's going to be some way so to save her, and it'll it. probably cost you, you know, five ninety nine to get that DLC or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. But uh, look, I just put in a game the other day, like. My wife's like, oh, cool, what are you playing? And I was like, nothing, I have to wait like six hours. And she's like, I was yeah. like yeah, this is it's like griping, old man. Like, you used to be able to put a game in and play it. Now you got to freaking put it in and wait. And I was like, well, yeah. what am I saying? But, Some of these smaller indie games, I will, you know, because they're small, they, they load up pretty quick. But if you're wanting to play something that's got any size to it at all, like for the, the next game we're going to review, and, and just to be clear i do want everyone to know like it sounds like i was super down on final fantasy 7 remake it is still a fantastic game it is just not mm -hmm. for me uh i would still say it's like an eight out of ten you know it just it's beautiful mm -hmm. and everything like there's nothing truly bad about it it's just the fact that it's not my final fantasy 7 um i wonder what would, what someone would feel like that's never played the original like would you put it at a higher uh, level oh, higher rank i'm or? sure they would yeah, yeah i'm sure they would um it just it didn't feel right to me the whole time so mm -hmm. but anyway um yeah this next game you know i bought a physical version of it that's uh, resident evil the village oh, and yeah. let's talk Oof. i i popped it in the day before and i think the download time on that was four hours so <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, so like you said, yeah, I, I got it. I did want to play it immediately, but that just wasn't going to happen. Um, pop it in. It's got to download everything. It's just a silly world we live in. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Some games let you do like part of the game or let, give you a test or a teaser. Yeah. Final Fantasy and 15 did that, and that was nice. But, yeah, he wanted to just get into it. There, there are pros and cons. You know, it's like the con is we wait four hours. The pro is if the game is broken, then they can fix it. Yes. And, you know, which is yes. an amazing thing. But there's a con on that as well in that, now that they know they can ship a broken ass game, uh-huh. they just ship a broken yeah. ass game and promise to fix it later. Yeah, um, there was some stuff in like Final Fantasy VI that just like didn't work, or there was some there was like magic defense wasn't actually a thing in the original <laughs> like game. Like they could have fixed that if we would have had DLC capability or little, little things like that. Right, but. Uh, Anyways. Yeah, the original Final Fantasy on the Nintendo had several spells that just did nothing. Oh yeah, um, see stuff like that. They <laughs> you, know? you know, how did that get through? And then, but they could have fixed it if uh, they would have figured that out. Anyways, anyways, and they did. Final but anyway, yeah, Resident Evil uh, Village eight, eight, the Village, which is weird that they don't. Does it even say eight on it, or is that just implied? Because everyone calls it eight. It's uh, the, the V I L L like there's uh, those are it's the Roman gotcha. numeral eight. Gotcha. Yeah, and it continues the story of Ethan, um, who is in seven, and mm-hmm. seven is to this day, even after having played eight, is one of my all time uh, favorite uh, Resident Evils. Um, goofy as it is. Uh, which, you know, all Resident Evils are goofy. Um, this one goes above and beyond, I feel like. <laughs> but uh, it, it continues the story of Ethan, which I felt like was pretty wrapped up in the first game. So it felt kind of weird to me that they would continue off of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, um, but they do. You open up to a scene where it's a few years later, Ethan has, uh, you know, is with his now wife, I think, uh, it was his girlfriend for, if I remember right, and have a kid together, the wife he saved. Now, in my version, I didn't save my wife. I let her die, mm-hmm. and I saved that other girl. The girlfriend, um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Yeah, um, I did both. We'll talk about that, too. I will continue. Continue. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, but, yeah, it opens up, and you've got a kid together now, and uh, the very opening scene, you're, like, tasked with, putting the kid to bed a very uh, real uh scene that i can identify with and I just put did. The kid down. some of you guys even heard it yeah well hopefully that what comes up doesn't happen to your wife because <laughs> uh, immediately you know you go downstairs and uh bullets start streaming through the windows she gets shot just multiple times mm-hmm. somehow you don't and then uh some people come in and uh, it's Chris Redfield Mm -hmm. and you're like, what the hell, Chris, what's going on here? And uh, he says like, Ethan, I'm sorry. And uh, they secure your kid. They like, is the package secure? And it's your kid Mm -hmm. that they're wanting who is a baby. And they're uh, forcing you to go into, you know, go outside kind of thing. But then something happens along the way. I think they knock you out. And then you wake up and you're in the forest. Yeah, your car rolls and, over or something like that. Yeah, there's snow everywhere. I think there's a couple of dead bodies. Uh-huh. Um, 
and you know you have like a flashlight available to you and yeah you're just in this snowy forest and uh you don't know what's happened but you want to find uh who is her name sarah your daughter i think Uh Uh, sure yeah i think so and uh you go off looking for you go off after these uh foot uh, uh, God, what are footprints mm-hmm. <laughs> in the snow to find her, which leads you to, you know, just a lot of cutscenes. Really, you go inside of like a a house, and then as you exit, something rips the house apart to where you can exit through a side door. There, it is now a door. It's really just a big hole in the wall, and mm-hmm. you end up in uh, the titular village, mm-hmm. which is. Like a spiritual successor to the opening scene in Resident Evil Four, hmm. and it's 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 similar in that it's like a rundown uh-huh. village in the middle of. Uh, I I couldn't tell you what country. I'm guessing somewhere in Europe because uh-huh. of the way the buildings are built and such. But yeah, you run into uh, you know it's a very poor village. Um, and uh, it's very linear because a lot of the streets are blocked off to you and you run into, a, you know, a house eventually. And there's an old man in there that, that, uh, is scared out of his wits and he's got a shotgun and he's, mm-hmm. and he's telling you to be quiet because there was things outside and he says he can only spare this one gun and he hands it to you. And then he promptly gets eaten by something that mm-hmm. comes down out of the damn ceiling. <laughs> so you have a good memory. Yeah, 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 but then you get into a huge fight, um, uh-huh. one that apparently you can win. Oh, you can? Um, yeah, apparently uh, I saw a guide for like how to beat the hammer guy or whatever, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's a thing that can be done. Apparently you can win, and there's something that unlocks for that, but hmm. um, don't. I wouldn't bother trying to do that because um, you can unlock everything in this game for like $4.99. Um, this includes like at the end of the game there's like you can play the mercenaries the classic shit to try and like unlock a lightsaber or like Mm -hmm. um, all these different things to unlock unlimited ammo for this and this gun and so on and so forth and it's like you could either spend 20 hours unlocking them for free or you can spend 5 bucks and get them which is what I did yeah Um, but yeah you're now in the village you meet up with an old lady who is off her rocker and uh, for some reason, the monsters don't affect her. And the monsters in this game are lichens, uh, predominantly, unlike uh, previous games where they were like some kind of zombie or whatever. These are like half wolf, half person, and they look a lot like Orokai to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're very fast, and they have, you know, fangs and sharp nails and so on and so forth. They attack you very aggressively uh, later on they, there are some that actually fire like flaming arrows and stuff for, but for the most part these guys get right up in your face mm-hmm. um, there are other enemies in the way of like a really goofy looking giant wolf that you encounter like if you ever see that thing up close it just makes me laugh because its eyes are so funny they're like googly eyes uh, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed him or not but um, but yeah um, you are in this village and you meet up with some villagers who promptly all die basically. And you're left yeah. alone, um, to go off into the world. Uh, and there are, well, you get, you get hemmed up 
looking for your daughter, you get caught by um, the one chick. I can't remember her name. The the big cheese. The, the vampire the chick. Well, Not no, the, the, the chick. The, uh... the chick fight at the end. Like it's her, and she calls these others her family. And mm-hmm. the, th- through playing the game, you learn that she's a uh, was a scientist that was trying to use strains of uh, the T virus or whatever to bring her daughter back to life. And somehow a hundred years ago, she had developed early strains of the T virus, which caused her to live forever. So she's like well over a hundred years old, mm-hmm. um, but her daughter died in her infancy and she's trying to bring her back using the T virus somehow. And somehow your daughter being born of two people that were subjected to the virus is the perfect vessel to bring her daughter back. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, she's been experimenting on all these different people and she's got four kids in quotations that she has um, brought into her fold that are uh, effectively magic. I don't know how else to describe them. Um, that she's created through the T-Virus. One is basically a vampire. Um, she's the first one that you go visit, and she's the one that the internet went completely thirsty for. Mm, yeah, and she's she's out of the game in like the first, you know, 20% of the game. Oh, and, easy, yeah. And I couldn't believe, like, yeah, how yeah, how big she was on the internet and how little impact she truly had in the actual game. Yeah, I didn't understand what they were so thirsty about she does, she's not particularly good looking she's i mean she's got like bitch. A, yeah exactly she's like i think they describe her as being nine foot seven mm-hmm. which is pretty fucking tall and she's proportionate she like if you mm-hmm. didn't see her in context of her surroundings she would just look like a 1950s yeah. you know high and uh like lady out on the town kind of yeah. thing and but because you see her proportionally is like she is a busty woman and because she's nine foot seven her boobs are the size of like giant pumpkins Mm -hmm. and i guess that's what everyone was freaking about i didn't i was like this is what they're freaking out about and what they're into okay you know whatever Mm -hmm. um no big deal but she does have uh, three daughters of her own and like i said they're they they look like vampires, they act like vampires, um, but they're not. They actually, uh, the daughters turn into insects, and you read through mm. things that um, they actually uh, are, their flesh and everything has ceased to be, that they're actually made of those infle- insects, and that those insects are uh, creating the illusion of there being flesh and so on and so forth so they're actually like a living mass of insects i guess and i felt like like vampires i felt like this part of the game um you know you're when you encounter these daughters and the mother it's like you're in a big castle or mansion and very much resident evil one yeah yeah Uh, like i i I was gonna say like they i think when they developed this game they went back and they played like the first seven and they picked like some of the best elements not of all the games but of you know many of the games that's why you see the village very close to part four part one is this is this stance right here part seven the game is you know played just like part seven um as you mentioned those four children like um 
basically the game like sets you off in four different directions. You have to go through all four directions and all four areas are like kind of drastically different in like what you encounter. Which is nice. Yeah, which is cool. Um, yeah, I wanted to go through all of them one by one um, because they they almost feel like different games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, to just to reiterate on how these uh, gals aren't truly vampires, you kill them at least the three daughters. Like at first, I thought I was shattering windows to let sunlight in, mm-hmm. but it's actually to let cold in because mm-hmm. these gals, if you get them cold, then the insects can be damaged some i don't know science they explain it with some pseudoscience whatever you know i'm not gonna nitpick and and that's cool and what i liked about this like there is the big bitch she starts change chasing you throughout the mansion after you uh which is very much part her. two like that's where you see you know mr x or um yeah or what's uh, nemesis that's where you get that that's where that comes from continue but for some reason, she didn't terrify me mm. in the same way that, um, like, Mr. X did on Resident Evil 2 Remake. You know, that mm-hmm. I had to quit playing because it was giving me heart palpitations. This didn't scare me as much. I don't know, you know, if it's just I'm sexist and I'm not scared of a woman no matter how tall she is but or what. But she didn't scare me as much. Like, when certainly when she was coming around the corner and she'd be like, oh, there you are, my dog, or whatever, I'd freak out and go running. Mm-hmm. But because you could lose her immediately and it felt like Mr. X in, in 2 Remake, he was just relentless. He just came after you constantly, it felt like, and was always right at your heel. A lot of times in this, it was like you would lose her and you could go like a through a series of alternate routes to get somewhere and you know you might not see her for 20 30 minutes at a stretch which was nice um and eventually you just kill her you know you kill all her daughters like i said varying ways um you shoot the windows out for two of them i think and then one of them you have to blow up a wall um or no there was three different ways yeah one of one of them you shoot out windows you're shooting at her and she's like bullets don't hurt me and you then accidentally shoot the window and that's how you discover that cold harms them Mm -hmm. and then the second one you fight in a uh, room that has a dome to it where you can open up the dome via a lever and kill her that way and then the third one catches you in a uh like a cellar type situation and there's a crack in the wall with some cold air coming through and if you hit that with a um a bomb of some kind then you'll be able to kill her and then sub- subsequently you know you that same thing for some reason doesn't affect mama vampire and you have to kill her by finding a dagger that has a special poison on it mm-hmm. um which you find, excuse me, I dropped some stuff. I was just picking it up there. Um, on her corpse, you actually have to go to the mausoleum, find her corpse, and she's placed the one thing that can kill her in the arms of her corpse as if to protect it. And so you have to, like, exhume her actual body, pull the dagger out, and then stab her with it. And then she turns into her final form, and you're able to fight her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you want to talk about the the next one, and then we can just... Uh, I, you know, I don't remember which one you go to next. You, it's you go the doll. To, the doll. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, this one. This one freaked me out. Like, this is an area where you don't need your weapons at all. Actually, I think you get all your weapons stolen. They get taken or, away. Taken from away. You, yeah. yeah, and it's just a series of like puzzles. 
Um, you could probably explain like the story way better than I can. So I, I might even let you jump in here or jump in soon. Like you, you travel along this very long path, which is eerily creepy, creepy in itself, uh, to get to this place. And when you arrive at like this, like there's like a, a grave, right? That's like, um, it's a child's grave and yeah. there's, um, is, is there a lock there? Or you can't you can't access it right away, but you know like, not right away. You have to beat her first, and yeah. then there's a short period where you can get some items from the the grave. Yeah. But you know, you're you're able to get into the house, and initially it just seems like a creepy uh, house. straight up house. It's like creepy, but there's nothing overtly. You know, you keep thinking there's going to be an enemy around the corner, mm-hmm. but there never is. Um, but eventually you do find this room where there's a giant life-size doll of your wife. Uh-huh. Yes. Which is... And it's a, yeah. uh, like a, a medical, like, an- anatomically correct in every way and, like, has layers to it. And there's, like, it's just all sorts of, like, hidden compartments and hidden... I don't know. It gets, it, it gets really, I don't know, weird. <laughs> I mean, the, the doll itself is a huge puzzle because mm-hmm. there's... Like you said, there's all these compartments and clues you have to like pull off the leg and find a clue here yeah. and do this and that and go find tweezers so that you're able to pull this out of the mouth and then, you know, get a pair of scissors to where you can cut her bindings so that you can uh, remove the crest from her chest and all this stuff and um, be able to like you're figuring out the puzzles on the doll to figure out additional puzzles in the house which then mm-hmm. lead to more puzzles on the doll and eventually um, you know it's not too long this is probably the shortest of all mm-hmm. four of the, the houses um, something starts hunting you yeah yeah the, the, the doll chick like after you figure everything out she basically starts playing hide and seek with you uh-huh. um, where the house has all these dolls in it now that weren't previously there. And you're trying to find the one true doll or whatever. And as you're taking time, there's more and more dolls in every room that weren't there before. And then they start shaking and then mm-hmm. like violently shaking. And if you don't find this chicken time, which I only uh, didn't one time, she and the dolls all attack you and you have no, recourse they just it happens and then everything resets you Mm -hmm. know and you've taken some damage and then you go back to trying to find her well you got to find her three times and each time you find the doll you stab it with the scissors you found in in its head and it screams out in pain and then uh it starts over again and you have to find her again and each time it gets harder and harder to find her well after the the last time that you stab the doll in the head there's a corpse of a grown woman sitting next to the doll itself and apparently that is actually what you have been fighting is this gal that like put her essence into these dolls somehow not real sure how that works out but it made for a creepy you know area i guess it's freaky it is pretty creepy you end up picking up the doll it's an item that you can sell to the merchant who i I do now that i mentioned i do want to mention the merchant in this game is incredible um i kept thinking he was going to be a bad guy he's not a bad guy he ends up being like actually a solid bro Uh and helps you throughout the game uh, yeah, you can't shoot him directly. He'll, you can shoot all around him though. Um, Okay. I wasn't sure. I I never tried. 
I remember the in Final Fantasy he'll, he'll 4, say, you shoot uh, the guy who like stops selling you stuff. You're like, screw you. <laughs> he'll uh, in Fantasy this one, 4. Resident Evil Four. Sorry, uh, Resident Evil Four. Yeah, he'll say like, I wouldn't be wasting that ammo if I were you, sir, and uh, stuff like that. You know, um, or like, but so you're testing it out before you buy or whatever. You know, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, he he's a solid bro. Um, but he's Again, he's really massive. He's like got to be eight feet tall, maybe nine. I don't know. And he's fat. He's like unbelievably fat uh, to the point it's like grotesque. But he's actually a nice guy. And he's always selling you stuff and giving you advice and stuff. And at the end of the game, he's actually the guy that brings you to the castle to finish your business and stuff. So actually, he's a good guy. You know, he's just trying to help you. I don't know why the enemies leave him alone but they do he's got a lot of different merchant headquarters throughout the game every section you go to there's a place where he is and you can sell him all kinds of stuff um that are like either crystals or whatever else that are only expensive or worth anything to him so they're only for money and you can get upgrades to all your weapons from him you can find food or rather ingredients to food in the way of animals throughout the game including very rare animals that you can find to make these recipes to gain permanent stat increases um Mm -hmm. really cool bro really all a lot of the neatest systems are are through him and uh yeah he's great but anywho uh where was i at we were talking about the doll and we kill her and then you move on to, uh, I guess fish the third, dude. the fish dude, yeah. fish man. Which I uh, like. I liken a lot of these characters to like the old, um, uh, not Marvel, Universal monsters from back in the day. It uh-huh. really felt like they were paying homage to a lot of these things, and they were trying to bring in everything from a lot of these classic horror movies into the Resident Evil universe without actually doing that like with the vampire lady they're not actually vampires they're Mm -hmm. something completely different and like with the werewolves it was because this guy was experimenting on people for his quotations mother and he was adding uh wolf dna into the mix and that's how they came up with the lichens which were able to withstand this t-virus better as a half wolf half human hybrid and so you've got like these wolf people now that don't really look like the wolf man but effectively that's what they are and this guy is basically he's like a fish version of frankenstein is what Mm -hmm. i felt and his whole level is just oh go ahead sorry no, go ahead. I was going to say, his level is extremely linear. Like, you're just going from one place to the other, hopping along, like, little, I don't know, islands, or, like, from pier to pier, and you got to move mm-hmm. quick, because if you, if you slow down, um, he'll come and, like, just eat you or chomp you up. So, that's, I don't know, I, I don't know what, Re- what Resident Evil this comes from. Like, five or six, maybe? I felt like I've played it, I've played this before somewhere, Maybe it was seven, mm. but there was something very familiar about it where it was like, maybe it was a different game entirely. Maybe it was, it was a Drake game we played. Um, I don't know. But, it, it felt new to me, okay. um, but I don't know. I, I appreciated the gameplay because it did feel different. Like I said, each one of these houses feels like a completely different mm-hmm. game, which is awesome. But um, this guy was the one out of all of them that I felt sympathy for. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's a big pile of shit, really. Yeah, he was absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. But he, all he wanted to do was appease his mother and be thought of as being good, like a good boy yeah. and stuff. And he was constantly trying to be better than his siblings, quotations again, because they're not actually related. Um, but constantly failing and stuff, you know. And yeah, he can turn into this giant fish, but he it felt like he didn't want to be bad. He was just bad in that he was trying to you know appease her like i said mm-hmm. um but yeah it, it it's a pretty epic battle too like uh he's that big fish guy i forget how exactly it went but uh you you do all like you said the linear paths of going through and hooking up uh different batteries or something to to uh the dam itself yeah and then um you're able to open the sluice gate after you hook everything up, get the water out of there. And then he fights you as like this big bulbous frog slash fish thing. And, Mm. uh, you're running around, you know, ducking in corners and stuff as he's hopping around and you just, you know, it's a massive epic battle, but kind of unmemorable because it is just a, you know, shooty shoot kind of section. But yeah, um, but still very fun. And then you move on to the next section, which was the most disappointing to me. Um, I don't know how you felt about it. I really liked the character because it's dude was effectively like Magneto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it felt like they took um, Lemmy from, uh, God, what's the name of that band? They did Ace of Spades. And... Um, I, I saw, uh, uh, what? oh my God, tip my tongue. Uh, Ace of Bass? Ace of base, no. Um, <laughs> God, people are screaming right now. Yeah, the one big hit they had was Ace of Spades. He, he oh, died I, a couple years ago. What am I thinking? I'm think. Oh yeah, it's on, no, it's not Ace of Base. That's that girl band. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> God, it's gonna drive me nuts now. Yeah, don't worry about it. But uh, that was really the only hit. And but it looks, guy looks like Lemmy. He's got the cowboy hat and you know the whole nine. But his whole shtick is he can move metal around with his mind, and his battleground, if you will, is or castle is basically a uh, yes factory, like a metal factory, yeah. yes industrial metal factory, and like his yeah his big thing is all of his minions or whatever like have a mechanical component to them, right? Like and they basically have like armor, and you have to figure out ways to. Uh, get to their core, which are like mm-hmm. these glowing orange batteries, and then blow those up to be able to defeat them. Otherwise, a lot of them are basically invincible. Uh, they were annoying. I didn't like half the, the fights with these guys because it took mm-hmm. just way too long. Um, and then... This you is know, like the, every the, last part of like the early Resident Evils. Like we are in like under underground in those big facilities. Like this yeah. is what this is. Just elevators going up and down switches like going back and forth it's just massive and it's massive yeah it was i felt like the end like i said the last hour of every the first four resident evil the first three resident evils yeah and it could it could have been cut down this last castle to me it felt like okay this is i've I've had enough about halfway through but you keep going because it's still fun it's just Mm -hmm. 
it's just, you know, four floors were this crap and you're having to go between floors and figure out, yeah, nothing new here, really. I mean, new aesthetic. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, instead of like bombs you can blow up, there are transformers you can shoot to shoot electricity everywhere. I mean, little things, right? Yeah. Um, but more of the same ultimately. And then you, at the end of all that, you get to the boss battle and he just kicks your ass down a shaft and you go all the way back down to the bottom and who's down there but Chris Redfield. Oh, yeah. And, and you get to play as Chris, or is it one of Chris's cronies? No, you you don't get to play as Chris quite yet, because you've still got to battle this guy. And oh, give, like, the most, Okay, sorry, yes, you're right. The goofiest way to battle this guy, which I would have preferred to just fight him as he is, Magneto mm-hmm. type thing, or I thought it would have been cool if there was a section of the factory that was like where they produced glass and that was where you would have to take him and not use bullets. Like something like that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Like use the environment to deal damage to him. You know, that would have been new and interesting. Yeah. Instead they have you fall all the way to the basement. And Chris is like, I've been working on this machine that he had. That's right. That is somehow not made out of metal. It's like this metal polymer mixed with plastics. I'm like, well, it's still metal mixed with plastic. So, I don't understand how his magnetic powers wouldn't work on it, but whatever. So Chris, for some reason, sends your untrained ass out in this tank with like a, it's got a huge gun on it, a Mm -hmm. chainsaw and like a a rapid fire gun. Yeah, it was a fun part of the game. It's it's fun, but it's so fucking goofy. (laughs) Yeah. And you go outside to fight this guy and he has surrounded himself with metal to make this giant metal monster it's like think truckosaurus that's what it looks like you Mm -hmm. know and you battle it and eventually win uh real goofy battle like it, it was a lot of fun but it ends in like him causing this giant metal tornado you're flying through the air and uh you have to like time it to where you shoot the main weapon right at his face as you're falling towards the earth Uh, you know okay whatever uh it was fun but like i said i would have preferred something like i could envision this really cool battle in like a glass factory or something where it was you know you can't use your guns because Mm -hmm. obviously he would turn the bullets against you kind of thing but instead no guns work just fine whatever i don't (laughs) you, you just can't think about it right yeah so but then you move on to the basically the end of the game where this is where you play as Chris. Um, Ethan uh, battles the the chick briefly. She kills him, or, or so you think, right? Yeah, this, um, this is the big twist. I really I like this. This is the we'll, we'll get to it though. Go ahead, continue. Sorry. No, you go ahead, man. No, no, no. I, you play as Chris. It's like a big just shoot 'em up battle royale. You get all like the best and funnest weapons i don't know you have like m15 and you know all these great things and yeah. what is your objective you're you're fighting back you're back in the village and you're zipping around and it's just enemies on enemies on enemies and you're trying to defeat the heart of this chick who okay. is somehow it's connected to this root that she has made that's like planted in the ground and chris yeah. finds it and he throws a bomb type and you have to like tell the helicopter it. to like where to where to shoot where to open the, yeah 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 you've got like a laser pointer yeah that you can shine on things to where the helicopter knows what to hit with its mm-hmm. uh 
and whatever race into or... like the the castle or wherever you're going, ah. the middle of the village. Yeah, you're yeah. you're going through the village, yeah, and you just get hit with wave after wave of these things. But you basically like you're armed to the friggin' teeth mm-hmm. as Chris, and it's almost impossible to lose. Um, but yeah, you just get through that, and then uh, the the like I said, the one chick she had killed Ethan, but then after playing as Chris for you know this twenty minutes or so. Uh, you get a cutscene where Ethan's not dead, um, which you should have kind of guessed because there are some scenes in not only Seven but in this. There's like a scene where the vampire lady cuts off your hand, and you just like reattach stick it. your yeah. You just reattach it, and it's fine. What's funny to me about that is it also reattaches the uh, the part of the jacket that you cut off. It just like <laughs> <laughs> that heals too. Why the fuck not? Well, that was my biggest um, question back in seven. When you get your hand cut off and you just like reattach it, you throw some goop on it and then you move on. And I was like, yeah. okay, I guess, I guess that's just how this game's going to function. But then they explain yeah. it here and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You've, you've Thank been you. dead. Yeah, yeah. You're dead the whole time. Six cents. And uh, you, you've been dead. Your wife was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone that came into contact with that virus, you know, uh, was dead the moment they contracted it. And that's why they're able to, like, heal is their body is made up of this mold that regenerates itself and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. And you're basically, you know, you're just you with all your thoughts and emotions and stuff, but you're in this husk kind of yeah. thing. So. Yeah, but very good. but you as Ethan, you've been uh, you've not been doing so well, and you're dying at this point. Even yeah. though you, you know, she took your heart right out of your damn body, you're still alive. Quotations, but you're dying. Yeah, and yeah, you uh, you end up fighting one last battle with her. Um, and you know, spoilers abound. If you're still listening, you, we've spoiled the whole game. But yeah. uh, you do end up saving your daughter. Yeah. Um, who then grows up in the end scenes and uh, is visiting your grave. It says something like the, the father's story is done now. Yeah. Um, and apparently the next story is going to be about Sarah who has like crazy powers because she was born of these two mold creatures. Yeah. So she's somehow like this weird, perfect hybrid of human and, but Whatever. we don't know what powers exactly, right? We just know she's super powerful. Yeah, because she threatens them, and like they let her do whatever she wants to a point, and uh, this one guy kind of gets in her face, and the agent, she says, look, I can do things that even Chris doesn't know about. Leave me alone. Yeah. And he kind of, no, like... Back off, everybody. Uh, yeah. We're not going to mess yeah. with her. And then, yeah, the next story is going to be about her, which... Uh, I, I mean, know. I'm down for, but sure. at the same time, like, man, are they getting way off the rails with this story? You know, they keep yeah. trying to bring back Chris Redfield and, uh, you know, tie in all the old stuff. And it's like, you could just let those be their own thing, you know, and introduce new characters and stuff. Uh, and I'm not sure but, where we left off with Chris Redfield. Like, what, where are we? I mean,. He's, he's still in the company because that one guy is like 
on the phone with him or something, or and she mentions him. But how much so of I a think, good guy is he still? Is I mean, we're I mean, we're, who knows, barometer now? Like he used to be all all against umbrella, all against this stuff, and now, and now he kind of works for him. Now yeah. he's kind of like, and now we're gonna now it fast forwarded sixteen years, so Chris was already looking old, so now he's got to be in his you know late fifties, whatever. Yeah. So talk about a guy that ranged from being like skinny little guy to huge beef boy to old man yeah. <laughs> now he's now he's i don't know yeah we'll see we'll, we'll see what nine brings and yeah i mean i'm looking forward to it but, but yeah it's it's pretty wild so that's uh that's resident evil 8 i don't have much else to say about that totally worth it i it's not the best in the series i still feel like four and seven are my favorite um, but this one is very good. It's probably the third or fourth one to me. I don't even know where I go with this series. I mean, they're all, the, the I mean the first three are so different from the next three, and then those three, and then the, next, the last two have been so different from everything. It's they just completely yeah. reinvent themselves. And then they, they almost re- had to, they, right? They, yeah, they did. But it's like totally different game from survival horror to run and gun to first person shooter. Like that's. Next is going to be a fighting game, and then a puzzle game. And then... <laughs> I mean, Jill was in a couple of fighting games, so... True. I uh, wish they'd bring yeah. her back. I don't know where, where she Marvel is. Marvel vs. Capcom. I, didn't she, she die? I'm not sure. She was in... See, I don't know. Five and six were just such pieces of shit. But she was controlled by some, like, beetle or something like that attached to her chest, and... She looked totally oh, yeah. weird, and I don't, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, this... this yeah, eight... Is like I said, they took some of the better elements from all the other games, and it was spiritual successor in some ways from all the other game from parts of the other games, and it mm-hmm. nailed some areas great. Other areas, it just wasn't inventive enough. I don't know. There was some, like um, part seven when I beat that game, I restarted again, played it through again. Then I played it through yeah. again. I beat it three times. And this game, like. I started again, and I was, I don't, maybe, I don't know. I just wasn't that was me, too. I, like, I paid oh, for the yeah. extra the extra content, and I started again. And as soon as you meet up with the merchant, you're able to get the lightsaber and a bunch of, like, unlimited ammo things. And Yeah, you feel like a total badass. and But at the same time, it's like I played for about an hour into, like, I got uh, through the first castle, but I was just bored. Yeah, you know, well, just I was like, yeah, this isn't. I'm not really having any fun, so uh, you know, it's not one I probably will play through a second time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but certainly that first playthrough is really great. I love the aesthetic of the four different castles being completely different. It felt like mm-hmm. four totally different games. Like it's only like a ten to twenty hour game, probably way less than twenty actually, maybe ten to fifteen. Um, but. It, it's really good for that first playthrough, like totally worth that. Um, I bought my physical copy. I got the deluxe edition, whatever that even means, for 33 bucks. Um, I don't know what it goes for online right now, but like if you're a Resident Evil fan and you haven't already like bit the bullet and gotten this, like certainly get it soon. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not, not as good as 7. I recommend that one above, you know, and then yeah. like 4. Four was the last one that truly terrified me. I don't know what it was. Maybe I have like a aversion to uh, people speaking Spanish, or maybe I'm afraid of immigrants or something. I don't know. But those guys creep me out more than any other. Mm-hmm. The the spouting off because I could catch every like third word and it'd be like you know 
a bunch of gibberish and then I'd hear Morte or something. I'd be like, this guy's talking about death. He's talking about death. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a, uh, what's the, the, P, the PS, uh, the, 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 the goggles thing. They have that game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Resident Evil mm-hmm. Four for that, and that that looked really good and creepy, and that's the future right there. Ten years from now, that's all video games I think will be. Is that? Yeah, and a lot of them will. We'll get close. To that look perfect. That virtual reality and who? Yeah, I've uh, heard that that seven. Its virtual reality is really scary. So, mm. and it, it comes free on the the disc if you bought that. So anyway, um, man, I think this is a full episode. I like to think it is. Is there? A, Anything else you want to plug or talk about real quick? Or? Well, hey, yes, yes, yes. You know what okay. I want to talk about here? Our, okay. our buddy, Kevin Jakubowski's movie is coming out, I think, next week. Oh, yeah. Next week. Yeah, that's... What is that dropping at? I think it's on HBO Max, right? Is that... It's something that I have full access to, so I am, like, just okay. chomping well, at the bit for 8-Bit Christmas, uh... Uh, Pat Country, NES Punk. Uh, he, I yeah, saw, they I, mentioned it. Yeah, I mentioned. I, I didn't watch it. Uh, I, I meant to watch it, but it like I don't know. It left. But he's like, is it is it nostalgia bait or is it actually legit? And I I need to go back. I need to see what they said about it. But man, I mean, Steve Zahn's in this movie. Uh, Neil Patrick yeah. Harris, like, there's yeah, some, it's a legit movie. They got some people yeah. in there, and I I saw the trailer, and I remember all those parts in the mo- in the book. So this this thing is pretty legit to the yeah. book. So. I'm excited. I've been this excited for a you know low grade movie and all ever. And I feel yeah, like, I feel it's like really cool, it. man. And and those of you that haven't listened to that episode, that was what the Beyond Good and Evil episode. I think we did an interview with uh, Kevin Jakubowski. Thanks to James, uh, got a hold of him. It was a book he had read that he thought it would be cool to discuss, and he sent me a copy. I read it. He uh, got a hold of the guy, and we interviewed him. I don't know how well we did, but it's out there for anyone to listen yeah, to. One of our earlier and, shows. But, uh, but he was a great guy, great guest. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. We even asked him if he wanted to make a movie adaptation, and he said he would 100% be up for that, and apparently it came to fruition. So yeah, I made a few phone calls are. and talked him up a little right. bit, and I guess they got together. And yeah, no. they heard the podcast. So I did send him an email. Did I tell you that like a few weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. And he, he responded. And he yeah. So I was like, wow, gosh, I should have like asked him to like throw a soundbite at us or get us in the credits or something. Yeah, get Neil Patrick Harris on the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Steve Zahn or something, but yeah, yeah uh, so super that's cool. Uh, I want to like, I don't know if we could like stream it together and watch it together. I don't know, but uh, definitely should do an episode of video games and movie over it. And you're gonna have to be on there. We have to uh, like, right away, us. right away, and, and yeah, just discuss the film. <laughs> um, yeah, because that's still a thing we're doing. Uh, Cujo and I most recently did. Uh, God, what did we do? Oh, it was uh, Alone in the Dark, starring Christian Slater. Um, that dropped about three, four days ago. Uh, what a absolute shit fest that movie is. <laughs> Just absolutely terrible. Uh, also starring Tara Reed, who I remember you said was at uh, one of the game conventions you went to. And they're Comic like, Con. They're begging us to go yeah. talk to her. Yeah, like, please come talk to Tara Reed. You know, and no one was like, ah, I don't want to see that chick. So <laughs> she's yeah. in it. And then uh, Stephen Dorff, who I adore. But the movie is just, it's bad. It's just bad. So, and then next, uh, he and I are doing Detective Pikachu, which I still haven't watched. Oh, that's a good we'll one. watch soon. 
I know that's a good one. And then after that, I'm not sure. Uh, I've got some ideas and stuff. So the, the way it's been going with he and I, James, is I know he won't pick a bad movie. So I pick a bad one, and then he picks a good one. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of go back and forth. Bad movie that I picked that I I don't want to watch it either, you know, but we need to have those in there kind of thing. And then he picks one. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I believe, let's see, I believe Final Fantasy VII Remake was my pick. And then um because i had just played through the village and you had played through it as well uh we decided hey why not just make this a two-parter kind of thing which is great because i didn't have a lot to say about final fantasy 7 remake um so this was a really great episode but i believe it is your pick if you have something in mind hit me with it now man um let's see well, we could do that zombie game we bought for PS4. Is that something we don't want to open? No, you know what? I, I don't mind so much opening if you want to do that, or I could just buy it, um, like, via download. Okay. Uh, either way. You can download it. Not a big deal. There's that, that one. Would... There's also uh, I this girl in my... I, I have this picture of Link in my classroom, and I don't know. My kids were, you know, we were having a fun time, and I was like, hey, do you guys see my picture of Zelda? And, like, half the class is like, oh, yeah, cool. And the other half, you know, of course, is, that's not Zelda, that's Link. And, like, this little that's girl, good. this little girl's like, hey, what's your favorite Zelda game? And I was like, uh, the original? What's yours? And she was rattling off, like, all the new ones. And she's like, have you ever played Majora's Mask? I just finished it. So I was like, actually, I haven't. And she's like, oh, it's so good. So I actually bought it for my uh, 3DS, and her, her and I are playing it together. So that's another one if you wanted to play Majora's Mask. I'm currently playing that one every week. Yeah, we should talk Majora's Mask, man. That's fine. You want to do Majora's Mask? We can do Majora's Mask. I, I don't know. You know what? I'll probably play it on the original in 64. I okay. think if we're going to do that, I'll play it on that. I've got a couple, three versions of it, but... Let's do it. I, yeah, yeah, okay. We're, we're just about an Majora's hour into Mask. it, and we'll, uh, I'll, her and I are playing it every lunch period for about 45 minutes, so we'll continue. Cool, on. cool. We'll continue. So the next one, whenever we get to it, hopefully we'll be on a better schedule. It will be on a day. better schedule. It has to be. And if not, we'll just do a recording in one month from now and talk about whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll probably do a Video Games the Movie. We're going to do that in the next couple of weeks because I want to, right when this movie drops, I want to watch it, and I wanna, we're gonna, I'm going to call you. For sure. And we yeah. got to do that one. So we'll have but yeah, check out that that show. Check out our friends at the RPG show. Um, they're doing great work over there. Uh, check out, you know, Derek and Don are kind of back. Derek and Don recently did a off topic. Good. But uh, Derek has been doing multiple shows. I think they actually have two out since our last show, James. Wow. And they've got another one coming out soon. So they, I don't know if you've been listening, but they've been dropping shows regularly. Ooh. Um which is making us look bad because there for years we were the guys holding up the the network kind of thing, and now uh, Don has gone back and he's got uh, this friend of his. Uh, I can't remember his name. I want to say Aiden, but I know that's not right. And this guy and he are doing shows together uh, while Derek is, you know, I don't know, doing whatever it is Derek does, um, but. Uh, yeah, it's been cool, man, to cool. get them, you know, back on and hearing them and stuff, seeing them in my feed. And like I said, they chose to come back uh, right at the right time because you and I have kind of fallen off the last couple months. We haven't been putting out shows as much. And that's, you know, that's just what's going to happen is uh, you do a show for 
half a decade plus and you're just not going to be as interested plus life gets in the way it's life so, it's 100 percent life once these boys are more predictable i i'm, I'm and yeah. I, I, I want to believe this is i have so much stuff to oh, I love today, it. but I like this is I'm, this is the only thing I was looking forward to all day. And when I got that text from you <laughs> in the middle of the day, I was like, "Oh my God, don't be canceling, please!" I canceled on you last week. Don't cancel. Then I was like, "Oh, good." No, just no. confirming time. Whew. So yeah, yeah this but, is good. Uh, this is good. But if you're still listening, write us. Uh, I'm on Twitter. No one writes me there at RetroCal. You can check me out. I've got a lot of new stuff. I posted up for Halloween. Uh, a lot of stuff on my Instagram. So if you go to Retro Blaine J, that's B L A I N E J A Y, um, I've got a bunch of Halloween themed stuff that I posted up for that month. Uh, I haven't posted much since, but I was trying to post up a lot of just like obscure Halloween games and stuff. So that's fun. Um, you can write us at uh, Simon Belmont at outlook.com uh, no one writes there anymore because if anyone does contact us usually it's going to be through the discord you can find links to the discord on our facebook page um which is you know uh, just uh, is it worth a podcast um you can find links to that on the rpg show if you look at the rpg show podcast they've got a really nice web page that has links to our personal discord uh, James isn't in there a whole lot, but he is on there. I'm in there almost daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we just uh, just get on there and talk about almost anything. It doesn't even have to be about video games. A lot of times we'll get new blood in, and uh, they'll talk for a week or two, and then we won't see them ever again. That happens a lot. Or we'll get a couple of guys like uh, my good uh, friend Steve that sent us, or me, I guess, the uh, Tiger Electronics stuff. He, he will post a meme on there and then you won't see him for two months and then he'll post another meme. Mm-hmm. You know, he does stuff like that. And there, there's some guys that are a little bit like that, that are very infrequent. And when they jump in, but they're on there and, uh, yeah, if you're listening to this, jump in anytime. We miss all those guys, you know, like tank. He was on there for a while. I don't know if you had the opportunity to meet him. He was a great guy, even old Versnick from Australia. Like I haven't seen him in for friggin' yeah. ever. So, yeah. You know, I don't know what he's doing. I see him online all the time because we're friends on uh, PlayStation Network and on Discord. But yeah, he hasn't stepped into the to the Discord room in a long time. But yeah, do that. Contact us there or Facebook or anywhere if you want to talk to us. If not, I totally understand. Yeah. We're never going to have a uh, you know like a patron or anything for the show. I don't think it's just always going to be free. You don't, it'd be nice to hear from you guys, but we don't need to have validation. James and I pretty much do this for our own benefit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it is nice to hear from you guys and it's always you know, great to, to do so. But anyway, um, yeah, that's about it. So I guess uh, until next time, what can they do, James? Keep it retro. And we'll see you next time. See ya. All right. Hey, great show. It was yeah, surprisingly decent. You okay. can say I, I talked a little too much, I think, but I've got, yeah. I think I'm running a massive fever. No, go, go to sleep. <laughs> talk to I don't know what's going on. No, you're fine, man, but everything good, man? Yeah, it's it's good. been a while. And I'm off next week entirely. I get to recharge all my batteries. and. Oh, sweet. You know, play some Majora's Mask. Play some Majora's Mask and, uh, 
yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, so the, these classes, I'm, these stupid ass I'm never taking classes again. This is it. They're done in three or four weeks. So that'll be nice. And then like, what made you uh, want to take psychology classes to begin with? Well, I teach psychology and I was like, God, you know, I, I think I'm like three or four classes away from like, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You teach a class, but you don't have any background uh, in I it. Never, well, I have a buttload of units from it, but I, I ended up getting my degree in business and then, like, I was looking at some stuff, and uh, you know, during COVID, and I was like, "Holy God! If I just take like three or four more classes, I can get a degree." So I'm just like doing this for my own fun, and I was it was fine. The first few were fine, and this God, this one I have now, fucking takes like twenty hours of like writing bullshit every week, and I'm like, "Ugh." It, I, mean, I am learning a lot, so I, I can't say I, I shouldn't say it's bullshit. It's just yeah. super time consuming. But when I know when this class is done, I'm gonna be like. I'm official. And then, but then, I'll never, well, then I have my degree and I'm never doing it again. I'm just walking away. Well, you won't be a psychologist. You'll just be a guy with a psychology degree. True, 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 true. <laughs> Two completely different things. Like if you were a psychologist, my man, you could, you know how much those guys get paid? I know. It is unreal. I saw a listing last time I was looking for a job and it was uh, starting pay 160 grand a year. Mm-hmm. And for Arkansas, that is like, you're a king. Bonkers. <laughs> you know, it's like three times what I make. And I make what is considered to be good money. So, but yeah, no, good on you though, man. You do it to it. Like, I, I don't know. My, my life good right now. Wife is doing really, really well with her job. And good. She's, uh, yeah, probably gonna, like, she got offered a job in Indiana, which we didn't really consider, but briefly, you know, cause it was more money and then Cujo, that's where he lives. Mm-hmm. So that would have been interesting, but, uh, she doesn't want to live up North at all. So yeah. understandable, but she's holding out for a position. Like she wants something maybe in Tulsa or like Oklahoma city, maybe Fayetteville, which is a booming yeah. town here in Arkansas. You got to move for that. Right. Or can you, can you stay? Oh yeah. No, we'd have to move. So, yeah, we'd have to figure out how to sell the house and all that kind of stuff. So, be a big undertaking. But... Keep me informed. Obviously. Oh yeah, for sure. Obviously. But yeah, I'm I'm feeling kind of like uh, Jordan after that. What was it, Game Seven or whatever, where he was super sick? Yeah, uh, game like five, right? Against the Utah game five, Jazz. Yeah, it's been a... He had that yeah. pizza that made him sick, and then he like balled out of control. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that. For some reason, I think I've got a massive fever right now. Jesus. Well, yeah, hey, go anyway. to sleep. We'll talk later. Yeah, I don't. I probably won't sleep, but I'm going to get some water and uh, chill out. Anyway, man, it's a great show. Great talking to you. Just send that to me, and I'll. Like I said, I, I may tag on if I have yeah. time. That garbage that I did. Yeah. Make it even longer. So. Cool, cool, cool. Oh man, right on, brother. Talk to you later. See ya.
But you know he's needed for the ceremony. Mother will be most disappointed, and we don't want to make her angry. Broken vases everywhere, you're making such a mess. I'll have to get the male maids in. Oh wait, they're all dead. <laughs> Welcome to my castle, tiny, weak little Ethan. I can't wait to slice your neck and turn you into a red fountain. Make me mad, Ethan. Dodging my attacks. Your only option is running and hiding like a rat. I got a fresh manicure this morning. I'm sporting some darling nails. Come take a look, my darling, and get impaled. <laughs> Broken vases everywhere. You're making such a mess. I'll have to get the male maids in. Oh wait, they're all dead. Welcome to my castle, tiny, weak little Ethan. I can't wait to slice your neck and turn you into a red fountain. Opulence and grandeur, bow down to me or incline. You're looking for your daughter, I think you'd rather meet mine. I see the way that you look at me, jaw to the floor. But just you wait until you see my final form. recording there there we go now we're recording um i haven't had a night to myself and i can't even tell you how long so yeah and all i've been doing is watching the you ever seen titans that uh hbo show by chance I, I'm aware of it, but I've not watched any of it. My my department head has been like harping on it, saying how great it is, and it is really good. It's you know they're they're on okay. season three now. It's a pretty darker version of you know the the superhero universe. So it's it's right, good. Right. It's good. You know, I thought I'd be playing more video games tonight, but I've just been checking that out, kind of enjoying the quiet, I guess. What what are the boys and your wife? They're uh, at her sister's. Her sister's uh, fiance. He like he's gone every week working right now, so okay. she's just been by herself the last couple two three weeks, and she's gonna be by herself for the next two three four months every week. Just Ooh. just see him like two nights a week. So my wife and the boys are like, "Well, let's go hang out, have a sleepover." Hey, cool. I'm so like, you're just sounds good. You're just home by yourself. Home by myself on a Thursday. I got oh, work man. tomorrow, so I can't go too crazy tonight. But uh, well, I mean, you can you can watch that real nasty porn and get a good jerk. That's true. <laughs> true. Yeah, just put that in your mind. So none of those, fun. none of those quick ones. Now I can really get yeah. into get into the story. Right. That's what's what right. all. Yeah. See if he actually yeah, fixes the cable at the end. You can. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you can. Watch a, the Star Wars parody and dress up as Chewbacca and do the whole nine. There you go. Or Princess Leia. I don't know what you're into. <laughs> a little bit of everything. Sure. Princess Chewbacca. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it is. I don't know what it's like in California. I assume you're not as humid as us. As us no. But it is unreasonably humid tonight. Oof. <sighs> just sweat everywhere. I, I work right next to the Arkansas River. 
And uh, as such, yeah. <laughs> Man. Like literally could throw a rock and hit it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I just finished unloading the truck and there's, like I said, there's not a whole hell of a lot to, to do. I'll be totally done here shortly. So That's good. Good times. That is good times. You still liking it? I know you were kind of wavering on the whole job. Uh, oh, I, I on my, as my job? Uh-huh. No, I absolutely hate it. Oh. <laughs> Are you still looking to leave or not right yet? I, I mean, I've been I've been applying to various positions, but the problem is I've been here so long mm-hmm. that my rate of pay is, is so high, quotation marks, because it wouldn't be high in Cali, but for Arkansas. I make really good money, and uh, I, I can't really much of a pay cut, so I'm mm-hmm. just kind of here. I get you. Yeah. yeah. Not to mention the it's, wife just jumped ship on her job, so two people yeah. in flux might be a little, uh, little, little risky. Little, I mean, but she is making a lot more money now, so... Yeah. That's good, and uh, if she makes even more, which she thinks she probably will, and I kind of believe in her, good. I kind of feel like yeah, she's probably going to be making more soon. That uh, yeah, at that point, if if she doesn't decide to leave me, uh, maybe I can get like a normie job where I'm not killing myself. But... That's the name of the game, man. Monday through Friday, eight to five. Just imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I I literally can't. I've been working nights and just random schedules so long. Mm-hmm. Because you know, I I never know when I'm going in each day. I never know when I'm getting off each day. I have mm-hmm. ideas, but it's all 100% dependent on when we get our trucks and you know whether or not the bakeries are broken down or we had a bad batch or whatever. Can all kinds of things can attribute to me being late but yeah I, I can sit and talk for a while because well i don't think we've even been here like six hours yet so jeez i kind of want to kill some time yeah get to your eight yeah yeah excuse me hold on one second yeah all right there i pulled you off of my microphone so maybe i sound a little better yeah. there you yeah, go maybe have you started uh, final fantasy 7 yet I have not. I, uh, I I still have I haven't downloaded like the PSN game for this month yet. I, I'm not even sure what it is. I uh, I'm still like I hooked up my PS3 about two weeks ago, something like that, because uh, the RPG show guys are doing Disco Elysium, mm-hmm. and I started playing well ahead of them, and uh, I didn't want to get too far ahead to where I was like literally a full month plus ahead and. Yeah wouldn't remember it you know it very well so i stopped and they just sent me a message today and said they're they're all playing it now so i'm going to start back up hook that up uh it's not too long a game uh honestly i think i could probably join their podcast um just with what i've played thus far yeah but i you know they try to beat games and it's a, it's a good one so i'm going to try to as well and then yeah, I'll pick up Final Fantasy VII demo. And I, I, I'm hoping I'm not imagining that that was a free game a couple months ago. I'm almost positive it was because I remember being like incredulous that they would include such a big newer title, you know, mm-hmm. to PSN. But maybe it's not nearly as new as I think. Because to me, in my mind, it feels like it still like just came out. Mm-hmm. But 
I, I had the realization today that the PlayStation Five is almost a year old. Uh, is it really? <laughs> yeah, man. Are you going to get one? You think eventually? Eventually, man. Eventually. Uh, like right now, it doesn't feel like there's really a need to because mm-hmm. there's no exclusive that makes me go, "Oh yeah, I, I have to, I have to play this." Yeah. Like there. They released The Village, and I want to play that, but it's on PS4. Yeah. Um, you know, Cyberpunk is on PS4. That was the big one that, if it had been on both, that maybe I'd have got the PS5. But And plus, like, an extra five, 600 bucks, whatever it is, is uh, is a chunk of change right now. So, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. I got, a, I got a Zoom I need to fix or just buy a new one more than likely. And... Uh, you know other things that i need to be doing with said funds so yeah i gotta that ps5 is expensive right now yeah the chip shortage if i remember correctly Mm -hmm. we're talking like 900 dollars at uh walmart oh really yeah i I don't know but uh I, i don't know either but fuck that yeah yeah, this is insanity yeah i I better have a hold to s my d on the side (laughs) or something for final fan if the final fantasy 7 you know whatever part 2 whenever that comes out if that's a 5 exclusive that'll probably be what takes me into it but you're right Right yeah we're we're riding in both in both waters so as long as we're doing that right and and usually like by year two the the hubbub is like gone down enough on a system to where you can find one for you know two three hundred bucks at most. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably wait to that point. Like when you start seeing them in pawn shops, that's when I'll get like I, I've developed relationships with a lot of local pawn shops, and I suggest anyone that's a serious game collector do the same because mm-hmm. they will literally like call me when deals come up and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, how I got my PS4. You know, a, a guy bought it with a stimulus check or whatever, and I think it was his taxes, and realized he couldn't pay rent, like, later that month, so he sold it the same month he bought it, so there was, like, it was brand new in the box, you know, and I was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that, so there you go. got it for 200 bucks, you know. Wow. Pretty sweet at the time. I don't know what they go for now. They're probably like fifty cents or whatever. I, I don't <laughs> no, know. I think they are all right. Or whenever the, like the PS Five like S or X or you know the the next like version of it comes out and people dump their original versions and that's when it's time to strike. Yeah, time, for sure. Time to strike. For sure. Like I said, usually about a year or, or rather two years into a system's life, yeah. you start start seeing that stuff. But. Hmm. Yeah, man. So, okay. My next one's going to be the Switch, I think. This Christmas, I'm going to... I keep thinking that, too. I keep thinking, I'm just going to... I'm going to get the Switch, because it's only, like... It's, it's under 200 bucks. Like, I find if them all the time for, like, it. 150. We're having trouble finding them out here right now. Well, like, Oh, are you? Let me double check. It's been a couple of months since I looked it up, but... Uh, man, they've almost always got them at my local game shop, oh. but I want it with... I want it complete with box and everything, which makes it a little harder. I've seen the lights around a lot. The P, the P, uh, the switch. Yeah, I want the other one. I want to play it on my TV. Oh, I, I could care less. Like I, I, I actually really like handhelds, so the light would be fine for me. It'd be fine for me, switch. but for the boys, I want to put it up on the uh, screen. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I've got a, a switch game because I bought a lot off Seton, and he had uh, Zeno Zeno Chronicles two in there, so. I own a Switch game. 
Oh, okay. Well, on, on Amazon, brand new, so they're back. I should probably get this and house it until Christmas somewhere. Yeah, first thing you need to do when you get a game is lick it. Uh, that's what I did, and because yeah. uh, <laughs> they put that chemical in there that makes them taste like shit. Oh. Yeah, that was a whole thing. I don't know if you ever saw that, but it was like but they were worried that children were going to swallow the games because they're they're tiny. They're they're smaller than you know any predecessor, even the like DS. They're mm-hmm. smaller than that, so they made them uh, with some some chemical in the plastic which makes them taste like utter just like vomit it's really nasty oh yeah and i and i read it and like people were doing the switch lick challenge and everything you know when that first happened and when seaton sent that game i was like surely he didn't lick it and even if he did his germs aren't on it anymore so i just like tentatively licked the bottom of it and it tasted horrific really <laughs> oh yeah for real like, nope. huh? <laughs> it's for real so I I, uh, I just put it back in the case and was like, well, I, I, that's a thing I did now. Huh. You know, it's kind of like when someone tells you not to smell something or whatever, you just go ahead and do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Taste You're this. Like, why taste did I do crap. that? Here, taste. Try this. <laughs> well, I wonder if, yeah. if Nintendo will make it bigger just for the you know the the choke factor. If they're gonna just have like a artificial I, I mean, game just so they get rid of that whole shit tasting video game. Maybe on the next incarnation or something, you know, their next system, they might. But mm-hmm. I haven't heard of any problems of anyone actually choking on them. So yeah, neither have I. And yeah, maybe it worked. Uh, I don't know. They just swallow them whole, and that's it. And they shit them in. Yeah, just it. poop it out. And yeah. Still works and everything. Plug her in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Nintendo's are pretty tough. I, I've I've seen lots of videos where people did uh, just horrific things to various Nintendo systems and they stand up to everything uh, up to about the um, 3DS. The 3DS was the first one that is made of wax paper and just falls apart. But oh, the all the older systems, like a GameCube you can use as a hammer and that <laughs> motherfucker will still play. <laughs> I have like three Fine. games for the GameCube. I bought it just for the Resident Evil remake and then sure. I got like Double Dash and I think one other game, or Star Fox, and that's it. That's Oh man, that's you it. missed out. Well, I know. I was well, I was into the PS2 and the, I even had an Xbox and... You know, yeah. I just didn't have the money to fund that son of a bitch. And then by the time I got got one, I think the PS3 was on its way in, or it, it had arrived, and I don't know. And the Wii was there. I think, I, well, I think I did get the, the GameCube before the Wii, but, you know, by then, I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, the, the Wii plays GameCube, so you got that going. Yep, but, yep. Um, but uh, yeah, there's the GameCube is one of those systems that it, it's like, I want to say the last system that had like exclusives that I really gave a shit about. Like, I guess like there's a few Nintendo exclusives on the switch and the Wii that are like that. But the GameCube had so many for such a small library mm-hmm. up to, and like eternal darkness is like one of my all time favorite horror games, just period, you know, just, I love that game. Uh, just incredible of course i did a show on that at, at, right before you joined mm-hmm. i think that was like episode seven or something like that but um incredible game and then you know just all kinds of great fighting games and you know the best uh, smash brothers is on there malie mm-hmm. um oh man yeah i was i was very fortunate to uh to pick that up um 
early. Now you do have a uh, Skies of Arcadia, or you did because we we covered that for. Oh, uh, that's so. right, that's right. It, that is on the GameCube. I, got, I just found that one yeah. recently. You're right. Yes, guys, it's got uh, the Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, I think, which is like a couple hundred dollars now for some reason. Jesus. Both the Bat and Katos. Uh, it's got like so many more RPGs than what people remember. Hmm. You know. Uh, it's got the, the two Lost Kingdom games. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head while I'm sweaty at work. So <laughs> I haven't played yeah. any or any really Fire Emblem games. I remember watching the anime more than I do actually remember playing the games. So oh, yeah. I got a. It's it's like Shining Force, right? It's like a. It's kind of a Shining Force slash Final Fantasy Tactics kind of a experience, right? Uh, what which one is that? Are you talking about? Fire Emblem. I, I, Fire Emblem. Well, the Fire Emblem, uh, yeah, kind of. It's 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 close to Final Fantasy Tactics. I would say it's like more tactical, I guess, less okay. able to break it. Like Final Fantasy Tactics is so fun to me because it's like kind of like Symphony of the Night, where you can do things to just utterly break the game and make yeah. yourself completely OP and like have fun in that way. Um, Fire Emblem doesn't do that nearly as bad, mm-hmm. and uh, it has permadeath. All the earlier ones, uh, yeah. where you know you can lose any given character, and it changes the story somewhat because they're just gone. And yeah, that's I, that's what turned me off the series. Like I can't stand losing characters, uh, named characters. If it's like something I built, I don't have that big of a problem with it you know some unit that i named and it's like oh this is chester and mm-hmm. he's a paladin or whatever but if he has a backstory at all and is you know part of the narrative i, I want him to live and yeah yeah it, it's 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 tough it's a tough ta- tactic game all of them but uh yeah i never really got into them like overtly just because they're um really involved you know and they they take a long time and and uh it might say like how long to be like 30 hours or something but that's not taking into account all the times you die and have to like reset the motherfucker if you're like me you know mm-hmm. so probably closer to 100 or something i don't even know how long to beat honestly I, i've only spent a few hours on the the gamecube one and we're always with the intention then I'm going to go back to it, but with the realization that I'll probably die long before I play half the games that I intend to play. Um, but, you know, it's... Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm realistic, dude. I, I, I've come to terms with that. Uh, there is no way I'm finishing my backlog before I, I die. Even if, like, something apocalyptic happened where they're like, oh, we can't make any new games. What's out there is out there. I, I don't have any problem saying there's more games that I want to play out now than, you know, uh, I have time left on this earth. So, and that's if I'm healthy and I keep working out and doing all this stuff. Yeah. You, know? you going to work yeah. out tonight? Uh, I plan on it. Yeah. I've got to do a uh, chest and back and, and, uh, it's not one of my more favorite nights, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to, going to go hit the bench and look uh, entirely pathetic because, uh, my bench isn't that much more than what I curl. So, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'd work out with like, you know, 150 pounds on the bench and then, you know, I'm, I'm curling like 100. So, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like really impressive uh, biceps and really depressing uh, chest. But guys built like me, that's usually the case because uh, I've got a 
wingspan of six and a half feet. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I have to push it a lot further than the short guys. How long have you been working out? Uh, how long have I been back in the gym? Like yeah. hardcore? Oh, uh, I, I guess about four months, four and a half okay. months, something like that. Okay. Yeah. You should be building it back quick then. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking pretty, pretty solid now, and I've been, I've been doing abs every day because that's like a problem area now that I'm 40. So, mm-hmm. um, been doing that, and I'm getting to where I can do, uh, like upside down at the uh, crunches, you know, where you hang upside. Uh, but I can only do like 15 or so before I'm like, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting off, you know. Yeah. But still, being able to do them at all at this point, yeah. is, is nice. And that's impressive. I think I could take a punch from another human being if i was ready for it in the stomach at this point i could not have said that four months ago <laughs> so that's good uh, good yeah and I've, I've tried to cut sugar out of my diet but i'm still drinking soda and gatorade occasionally mm-hmm. or soda occasionally gatorade every day mm-hmm. but uh i haven't had candy in a while good. <laughs> cake and ice cream and all these things that i love and i'm not fat mind you like i'm at I'm, I'm 210 and I'm nearly 6'5. So, like, I'm at a good weight. It's just, I, I want that definition and stuff. And there's no reason other than just I, I maybe take a couple photos and be like, look what I look like at 40. And then maybe fuck off and just like forget about it and just stay healthy and not try to be like so crazy with it. But, yeah, as long as you're happy with yourself. Yeah, my matters. wife keeps asking me, like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to leave me? <laughs> I'm like, no, baby, you know. I mean, she loves it, but at the same time, she's like, you're trying to be the hot one in a relationship, and I'm not full of that, you know, so it's pretty cool. Oh, so right. how, how are you and uh, Danielle? Are you still running, like, 40 miles a day and stuff? Yeah, dude, I'm part, I'm part of the cross-country team. Or I'm coaching cross-country now just to get my workout in every day, so we're running about... Oh man, only like two or three miles a day, and I was—I kind of was at a stressful point today. I was like, "Holy shit, we got to start upping this!" So because we got competitions coming up, and yeah. three miles is the minimum. So we'll, we'll start running a little bit more, a little bit more, and yeah. diet's doing pretty well. You know, I, I'm doing the intermittent fasting. That's what's been working for me the last few years. So I'm only eating dinner right. dinners right now, and uh, it's actually working oh. out great. I'm so. eating six times a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people need that. I right now, like dumping weight. This is working out, and probably once yeah. I reach my goal weight, then it'll be like what you're doing, trying to like just make. Eat I'm, I'm just trying to day. gain muscle mass, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, like my, need to fuel those muscles. My weight is fine. I'm just like I'm trying to get in 45 grams of protein every you know, four hours or so. So I'm drinking a couple of shakes a day. I'm eating six to eight eggs a day, uh, two pounds of chicken, you know, (laughs) it's just ridiculous. Peanut butter, just protein bars. If it's not, if it doesn't have protein in it, I'm not eating it, you know? Mm Um, yeah, which makes for some wicked bad farts, (laughs) which is, I bet clear out. And it's like, ridiculous like my my fingernails I, I started noticing that they uh are like ridiculously thick and strong like oh, uh, really yeah the, and i was like it has to have something to do with protein i mentioned to the wife and she was like there's no protein in nails normally she's right about everything 
And she said, it's calcium. And I said, oh, that sounds weird. So I looked it up and no, it's, it's keratin, which is protein derived. So I was like, okay, that could equate why my nails are like rock hard right now. and like super oh. healthy and shiny and shit. So Interesting. I mean, what pretty nice. My nails are super weak. Maybe I need more protein in my diet. <laughs> could be. Could be. That. Okay. Well, shake, protein shakes are just good for you anyway. I mean. As long as you're you're running, so you're like using that protein, you know. So if if you're you know a couch potato and you're drinking protein shakes, yeah, you're gonna get fat, you know. <laughs> but but you know if you're actually working towards building muscle and stuff, then yeah, it's it's super good for you. And you know, it can't be all wrong. Uh, what's his name? Rob Lowe. He's on the the high protein diet. He's like sixty and looks twenty. So yeah, and that motherfucker. True. Yeah. My daughter was in the room when he was on a commercial, and I said, "You know that guy's fifty-seven? And she goes, "What? <laughs> <laughs> he looks 20. And I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. But uh, yeah, she she turns eight tomorrow. Whoa! Yeah, big time. Redonkulous. So, what is yeah, that? Third we're gonna, grade? Second grade? Uh, second. She's second yeah. Grade. She's in second grade, and then. Uh, we're going to be taking her to the water park. It's the last weekend. The water park here in town is open. So taking her and a friend to the water park. And then uh, her mom bought her a phone uh, oh, because she completely destroyed the one that we had given her last year for her birthday. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> like, oh, man, I've, I've never seen a phone so thrashed. And I was like, <laughs> okay, this next phone we're getting her has to have like an otter box and it has to be built for tough. So we got her one that you could, you know, it's like GameCube tough. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So she's loving that. And then I, I picked her up some things. Uh, I can't even remember what all I just took her out last Saturday. I said, you can get whatever you want for your birthday within reason. Let's go to all these different stores and everywhere. She went, dad, can I have this? Dad, can I have that? And I just bought it all except for one doll from a thrift store that was way creepy looked like it was from one of those 80s horror movies and (laughs) like we are not putting that in our house (laughs) (laughs) she's like but why she's cute no she is not yeah Yeah, man getting old means i've been with my wife like 12 or 13 years which is whatever (laughs) 12, 12 years. And How old was she when you started this podcast then? Was she like, what, two? Caroline? No. She was, uh, she had just been born. She was like six months old. Oh, I my think. gosh. Yeah. Yeah, she was baby, baby. She The first time she got on the podcast was with Caroline's Corner. That was when she was about two or three. Oh. Yeah, we're on like episode... I, I want to say like close to 80, something like that, with, uh, is it worth it? Uh-huh. And we missed several months the last couple years, you know, where we were just behind for whatever reason. Yeah. But yeah, we're only doing twelve episodes a year, so you know, yeah, true. <laughs> do do the math, you know, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I think we're in year seven or something. Yeah, been doing this podcast forever. Derek and Don, if they were actually doing the show, would be in like year twelve, I think. Yeah, I'd say right around there. Yeah, because I, I discovered them um, when the original Innistrad came out for Magic the Gathering, and they are returning to it the second time oh. <laughs> uh, next month. So, yeah, uh, it, it was 
10 years ago when the original Star had dropped and the show was old when I found it. Yeah, um, they had a big backlog when I discovered it too. I was loving it, listening to... Oh yeah, I, I absolutely... Games and... I, I listened to every episode they had and then nothing else came out for months and I had subscribed and I thought, oh, this must be defunct. And then like an episode dropped like months after the fact when I almost completely forgot that I was subbed, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, I remember these guys, okay. You know, yeah. yeah, good times, man. But yeah, great show. Miss those guys. Not that they ever, I don't think they've ever listened to a single episode of our show. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're unaware that you even joined outside of me mentioning it, you know? Oh, I think I've heard them <laughs> talk about me, but once or twice. I was like, hey, yeah, name drop there. I, rem- uh, I do remember that they, uh, the Dawn, I think, um, yeah. listened to. Uh, our Resident Evil uh, 7 episode, I think. Okay. I think I remember that. So one of them listened, I guess. I don't know. I, don't know. I used to I, listen to podcasts just so intently. Like I'd save them and I'd wait mm-hmm. until like I was, you know, by myself. Or now I like put them on and, you know, I, I'm like cleaning the house and I, I miss like most of what anyone's ever talking about. Saying, yeah. It's like... Or I'm driving, and then like I'll just be like thinking of stuff, and all of a sudden I hear like "Keep it retro," and I'm like, "Oh God, I just missed my own fucking podcast." <laughs> thinking about whatever I'm doing for the day, and I'm like, "Shit." Yeah, still get that download hit though, so yeah. no big deal. Um, but yeah, I uh, I listen because you know of where I work, I've got the freedom to listen while I'm working, which I often do. But uh, and I tried listening to them during workouts and. Uh, they're just, it's not very motivational to hear mm-hmm. some guy talk about, you know, some old PS2 title or something. <laughs> and you're just like, you're trying to grunt out, you know, an extra rep to, to get, you know, one more than you, the last time you did or whatever. And it's, that's not doing it. So I, I just set it to, uh, to like Rocky theme song and let mm-hmm. it play and no, you no. Know, something like that and just pretend I'm sly and, <laughs> and grunt it out you know i find i do a lot better if there's females at the gym you oh, know yeah. because I, I don't want to look like a weakling in front of girls <laughs> you know? so Are there yeah, a lot of girls usually, late at night at the gym uh, you'd be surprised oh. yeah there's usually like i go around between two and four because it's a 24 hour and uh there's always like the same kind of crew that's always there but right around four o'clock, uh, these chicks start showing up. I mean, just very beautiful, mm. in shape, younger girls. And, you know, of course, I have no chance and have no, you know, desire. I have the desire, but not uh, the, you know what I mean? If I guess these are hot women, if I wasn't married and happily, you know, then maybe, but yeah. uh, not that I could anyway. I'm a, you know, old man to these women, but they come <laughs> in around that time. I guess they're dropping in before they either go to school or work is my thought. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then some of them, man, they make me tired watching them. I'm like, I can't do what that chick's doing, you know, freaking lunges with huge amounts of weight and stuff. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't know how people wake up that early to go work out either. Like I need like the day to like loosen <sighs> up like all day. But I like to work out. That's me, man. I don't understand. I've never understood that. How do you start your day with a workout? Cause that's going to, tire you the fuck out and then i wish i could job i wish i could get that out of the way but like god takes me a couple hours just to like realize i'm awake 
Yeah. And then I couldn't imagine like trying to perform. I, I do it last thing. And usually, you know, I get out of here and I'm all gross and sweaty and I'll just go ahead and go to the gym cause I'm already gross and sweaty. And, uh, I never feel like working out, but once I actually get in that setting, somehow that motivates me. Um, If I can get my ass to the gym, I will work out because I don't, I don't want the other guys there and gals to like look at me and be like, Oh, here comes that old dude that comes in, you know, works out for 25 minutes and leaves, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I'm like, I better, I better be here at least an hour. You know, they're not looking at me and they couldn't care less, but I still, I have that inside me where I think they're looking at me. (laughs) So yeah, it's been a big motivator for me just to get my ass down there. And yeah, I I stay away from like uh, anything having to do with my legs because I'm already walking like 20 miles a day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I tried it and yeah, I can't do my job and like do a bunch of squats within the same 24 hour period. Uh, it just don't work. So whatever, I'm going to be one of those stereotypical guys with, you know, a big chest and arms and then little chicken legs. But you know, I, right. like I said, it'll be fine. Winter's coming. I'll just wear some baggy jeans, <laughs> so, <laughs> a tight shirt and some, uh, some baggy wranglers or something. But go. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yes, feeling a lot better, got a lot more energy, which is nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I won't get into like the technical, you know, whatever, but yeah, but, uh, my life is better with my wife at the moment, too. Like, I, I recommend working out to anybody. It's oh, just yeah. like you do it like it, it's hard at first, but once you get used to it again, your body starts craving it. You just have more energy. You just feel better. Yeah. Everything is better. You're you're absolutely right. I was telling my team yesterday, like, you don't even realize it, but these, you know, workouts are helping you out in areas of your life. Like, you don't even realize, like, your your brain works better. Your your brain works better. You're probably less stressed. You're sleeping better. You're focusing better. Like, your your blood pressure's down. It's like everything. And then, like, I was like, just wait. Like, November, when the season's over, you're going to be all agitated and irritated and like have trouble. And then you'll realize, Oh, what's different? Oh crap. Yeah. We're not going for yeah. little runs every day. Huh, maybe. Well, I'm... that's why when I ran track on the off seasons, I continue to run, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just smart to do that way. When you come back, you're still in great shape. Yeah. Um, it's not hard for you to, you know, you, you see a lot of guys in track and I'm sure you see it as a coach where, you know, they're running that three, four miles or whatever it might be by the end of your season. And then they come back the next year and they can't run a half mile. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And you're just like, okay, you know, and now you have to build them back up again. L- luckily muscle uh, memory is a thing and youth is a thing. So they get it back pretty quick, but I- I'm going to be honest. If I were to try and run right now, I think I could do about a mile, maybe a mile and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I would ass out because I'm, I'm not doing a lot of cardio. I'm mainly focusing on just like, uh, you know, working out like muscle, getting mass and mm-hmm. stuff, looking better, but maybe still not being quite that healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I probably should incorporate more cardio, but again, my whole thought on it is, you know, I'm walking 20 miles a day in the heat. Like uh, I'm getting my blood pumping anyway. Yeah, no. So, and that's true, you know. If you're if yeah. you're moving around that much and you know working out a little bit at work, and that, mm-hmm. that counts. That does count. You know that's why I don't like having that desk job. I, you know, I did that for a while. I just sat in front of a computer for a couple of years and like, ugh, yeah, it's tough. Bad. I I can't do it. 
Yeah, so I'm up, I'm up moving yeah. around all the time in my classroom. A little bit less due to COVID, but I'm still try to yeah. try to move around when I can. Yeah, even when I was management in management positions, I was always on the floor working alongside you know the guys kind of mm-hmm. thing because uh, sitting in an office with your feet propped on a table or whatever, you know even just sitting at the desk. I mean, that's just going to make your butt saggy and your yeah. belly big. And, uh, you know, you see a lot of guys go to shit doing that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, again, no one thinks it, mm-hmm. but I always, if I have a belly of any kind, uh, I'm always thinking that other men are judging me and like, Hey, look at this guy. He's fucking out of shape. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm narcissistic in that way. I don't think of myself as like an overly attractive man, but I want to look like a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Weird, right? I agree with but, you. Well, you know, like uh, a lot of my friends, and I don't judge them for it, but they're, you know, guys that are over 300 pounds that, that play magic and D&D and all the stuff that I'm into. It's kind of, you know, uh-huh. what we are, and I don't judge them. You know, you do you. It's no big deal. But um, I feel like if I got that, like I, I would be judging myself and feel like everyone would be judging me. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where I got that complex, but I got it. So. Use it for good. Use it for good. Yeah. Don't stress. I'm trying to stay healthy so that uh, I'll be here when Caroline's 60, you know? Yeah, that's good. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. That's smart. Yeah, I might make it to 90. I might. Anyway. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how much of this is going to be usable for content as far as that's the listeners good. are concerned. I mean, how many people are going to want to hear about, you know, working out 101? And whatever without this much will, game talk, but I'm sorry good. if this does become concert content to the listeners. I'm sure it will at some point, but uh, yeah, it's just like me and James catching up with each other podcast. That's right. <laughs> we need this. We oh yeah, this. but I, I told you about my wife's work with uh, some idiot. Um, the air conditioning, right? Yeah, wire the air conditioning. Yeah, good God. The, the whole thing is just a total clusterfuck. Now, like, the, the fire marshal won't allow her people into the building because it's technically unsafe, and it is. So, like, she was supposed to open, like, two days ago or something, and now they pushed it to the 16th because all – I mean, it's just – Clusterfuck after clusterfuck. They bought the building, and it used to be a Walmart, and they split it in half. One half is in Atwoods, if you're familiar with that place, and the other half they're turning into Herstory. Well, all the loading docks were on the Atwoods side. And so they they go to bring stuff into the store, and they're like, well, where's the loading dock? And they're like, oh, there's no loading docks. (laughs) Like, how are we going to do any of this? And they're just literally having to, like, uh, load off of ramps these trucks and go through the front doors. Oh um, just a, like I said, complete clusterfuck. Like, I don't know how, you know, and my wife's dealing with all this shit and trying to get things done. And, and yeah, it's, they're like, well, how come you don't have the truck back up to the end? She's like, you bought a building without a loading dock. You know, <laughs> wants to scream at them. And it's like, <laughs> That's why this is taking extra time. And then you send some guy down here with, you know, 480 uh, air conditioners and plug it into 220 and everything blows and you wonder why. Mm, and just melted all the wires so they're having to rewire everything. I mean, just fucking dumb. Terrible. 
Eh, well, but it's fun. She's as much as she hates it and is stressing over it. I can tell she's having a lot of fun, and she's a lot happier at this job than her last one. So, and she was a lot happier with that one than she was running the daycare. That job was killing her, uh, understandably, because she hates children more than I do, and I hate kids except for my own and like two or three others. Like. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not a guy that has ever liked children. I like the people I talk to to be intelligent, and typically kids are not. So, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> bring that kid back to me when they're like 10, and then maybe I can have some semblance of a conversation. Um, but I don't need to know anything about Roblox or JoJo Siwa or My Little Pony or whatever it is you're into. I have, you know, until I had my daughter. And then it was like, okay, you know, then mm-hmm. you kind of have to, and I'm sure you experience similar things with the boys so oh yeah yeah can't tell you how many bad cartoons i've watched and such you know uh, just absolute garbage shows um over the years because of caroline um geez have you ever heard of a show called uh i think it's called mia and me Uh-uh. all right well it's like god caroline was like super into it it's about this girl who in the show is about 16 and she uh, finds some amulet or some shit and she is able, it's like live action. It's like sitcom kind of thing. She is able to travel to this other world and she has like a talking unicorn in the other world and is a fairy and it's really bad computer animation. And um, yeah, she has like adventures where she like travels between these worlds and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, the chick that plays Mia, I'm watching Game of Thrones, and she's like random extra number 35 in that show or something, totally naked. (laughs) 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 Laughing my ass off like, that's that chick from me and me. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So so that's fun. Um, But, yeah, so stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I know entirely too much about My Little Pony, uh, various <laughs> other things, you know, but, but that me and me one, that was great. <laughs> so. That's hilarious. Yeah. Cause it was only like, like that show came out in like, uh, 2015 or something. It's not, not an old show. Mm-hmm. And like, I guess she was on Game of Thrones like a oh. couple years later. Oh. Yeah. Well, good for her. She aspired to something. I, I mean, I guess, you know, it's whatever. But... <laughs> oh, yeah, other than that, man, I hadn't been doing much. Like, I, I've got all these grandiose plans, but I've got too many um, too many hobbies, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, in, I'm, like, really big into magic right now. And they just dropped uh, Modern Horizons 2 not long ago. And uh, my format of choice is modern. And it really shook things up. And I bought multiple boxes of that set, which set me back way more than I care to admit. And when I, I could have bought two PlayStation or fives, right? Oof. Yeah. That, so you're that back much. to the cards. You, you, you've left uh, MTG online or? Yeah, but I'm still playing that a little bit too, but not nearly as much. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I've, I've always played physical physical you know Mm -hmm. except for like during the deepest covid times and uh, i'm still even having bought that much i'm I'm missing so much from that set and then they released the D &D set like a month later and now next month is going to be innistrad they're just releasing these sets so fast it's killing me i don't have the funds (laughs) to be able to keep up with magic anymore 
And then, so that suffers, you know, that goes into my other hobbies, gaming and stuff. But luckily with that, I've got such a backlog of of things I own that I'm not having to buy, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of games. So, So, yeah, you get any new games lately, sir? No, just those Wii games like I was talking about in the podcast, you know, and just, just getting whatever's coming out on the PlayStation, you know, for free and... Yeah. You know, like you said, the backlog, I got some stuff. I'm glad we're going back for Final Fantasy VII, because that's one I've been like, when and how am I going to ever get this going again? And, you know, I'm hoping I can get my sons to buy into it. You know, they, they've... The the era of them getting, like, you know, unplugged controllers, like, that came and went in, like, a weekend. Like, they figured that out, and that didn't... So, unfortunately, like... I can't have them p- pretending to play with me, so... Yeah. But, there, you know, my, my oldest, he's kind of likes to watch me do a little bit here and there, but then ultimately I'll hear the... Let me try. Me, can I play? Can I play? And right. Final Fantasy VII's one I'm not going to hand over. Hand over no, those reins. no. I mean, so, I don't know. Yeah, not really. Just like, like you, though, you know, a bunch of little hobbies and little things going on and trying to get back to work and... Try to like, I'm, it's like, I feel like I'm a first year teacher all over again because I spent the whole year at home. Now I'm like, how do I do this again? What do I do? What did <laughs> sure. we do last year? Oh, wait, can't use that really because that was like, you know, online and weird. Now you need to figure out what to do when you're in class. But yeah, my job yeah. hasn't changed at all during all of COVID. <laughs> it's the exact same. Like, the only difference was they quotations required us to wear masks in the building mm-hmm. but the air is so thick here in the summer and stuff that it's like and it's just me and chuck so we're like yeah we're not we're not doing that mm-hmm. you know? yeah because yeah, like i i know like i I'm, i don't buy into the whole thing that oh it restricts my breathing it does to like just enough where i found like literally working in a hundred degree plus heat in a warehouse right next to a goddamn river i don't want to be Mm-hmm. but outside of that like i'm pretty sure i could jog a mile in a you know 80 degree day and be fine wearing a mask but mm-hmm. uh in in this warehouse no uh it restricts it just enough because i'm already like on days like this it, it kills me i'm just breathing hard mm-hmm. uh constantly i drink uh, i've got a like two liter jug that i make gatorade in you know powder and i typically drink three four of those a day and i might pee once you know? <laughs> if i'm lucky yeah I, I sweat it all out baby yeah good oh yeah I, I usually lose about 20 pounds every year this time of year so huh. I'm, I'm trying to incorporate that into my uh workout my workout and look like extra cut and good. uh Hit the beach. Hell yeah. Get yeah. Well, I'm going to the water park tomorrow, so maybe I'll find a future wife. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this will be the one episode that Courtney listens to, and she's gonna be like, What? Nah, Cute girls she, from the gym? Water she park? Does not, she, <laughs> my wife does not have a jealous bone in her body. Yeah. We'll be somewhere and she'll be like, Hey, look at that chick. You know, she'll point out chicks. Okay. You know, and she she could care less. She is not at all jealous. And she she has no need to be i would never ever you know do anything to uh you know uh, of course what you call it yeah ever 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 and she knows that you know but i'll look all day you You are a man yeah (laughs) i'd like to think i am Uh, i'm still i'm still a man you're still a man but Uh, yeah um 
Well, yeah. uh, it's going to be a fun month uh, getting to play Final Fantasy VII Remake and oh, Disco Elysium. Those are two games I'm actually looking forward to playing. And uh, yeah, me and Kujo, I think, are getting together this uh, this Saturday, I want to say, to do an episode over the new Witcher and um, Captain and the Game Master. We're going to go ahead and try and knock out two of them yeah, just back to back so we have a couple in the bank. You know, we're releasing about one of those a month, too. And, yeah, and uh, they're doing good over at the RPG show. They just finished uh, the most recent episode. was really good. I can't remember what it was over, but I remember I really liked it. Jeez, uh, why can't I think of it? And then they actually finished the next game and are starting on the next one already. So they're, they've gotten back into an actual swing of things, which is nice to hear. Good. So, yeah, you know, uh, kind of all... Just getting back in the groove, and I think we're all kind of finding our love for podcasting again, which is nice. You know, I've still got to get another Zoom, but yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I was, I don't know, like I, I can only imagine, and we've never discussed it, but I can only imagine you've uh, kind of experienced some lulls when it comes to podcasting, where like sometimes you don't really feel like doing it so much. It feels a little more like a job than something recreational to do, but then. It's like it's always fun. Don't get me wrong, but like maybe a little less so. And you start thinking, yeah, when is this going to end? We've been doing it a long time. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, but I have no intention of stopping until it becomes like just completely. You know, you don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like now, I think this is the hardest time for us to do it for me at least with my kids at their age. Like when they get older, yeah, yeah. it'll just get easier. Like they'll be wanting to do yeah. their own thing, getting more independence, and I get a little bit of independence back. So for sure, know, that was a that was a big deal uh, during like years three through five with Caroline. Yeah. Was you know she didn't understand that hey dad's got to go away for an hour or two hours, mm-hmm. and she would constantly be trying to come in the room and stuff like that. Yeah. You remember, I mean, we have her on camera, or not camera, but on yeah. audio several times where, you know, she's trying to slip notes under the door and shit like that. Yeah. It, it, it was challenging. But, you know, now she's eight and uh, she's gotten a lot better about just leaving me alone and say, okay, daddy's going to go to his room. Okay, dad, I'm just going to stay in here and play Roblox. All right, cool. You know, yeah, yeah, that's, a lot more independent. So that's, you know, I don't look forward to it. I don't want to wish time away, but you know, it'll just get easier. So yeah, yeah. Uh, back. And then, then, then we're back. Then we're back maybe two, three episodes a month. Who knows? Uh, you know, and I've thought about asking D and D about that, but I, I hate to like uh-huh. broach that because I'm already doing way, like you and I are already doing way more episodes than, than they were doing. And we're almost gotten to the point where we have more episodes total than them. In fact, I think we may have. Oh, wow. um, I think they're in the 70s and we're approaching 80 or in the 80s. I can't remember. But we're real close. We're neck and neck. And, you know, they did it for a decade before you and I showed up or mm-hmm. nearly. Um, so... Yeah, uh, I don't want to be like, hey, we want to release two a month now kind of thing, because then it would be more our show than theirs, kind of, you know, and it's their show. Mm-hmm. But, One you know, if we, wanted to, if we wanted to do something like that and actually have more time, which, uh, you know, in the near future when the boys are a little older there, uh, we certainly will. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing just a, even a completely different show and... Uh, doing it you know bi-weekly or something because mm-hmm. that would i feel like you can grow an audience a lot better 
if you're doing it more regular than once a month, you know, or once every month ish as we've gotten to be, you know, mm-hmm. um, cause all, all the most popular podcasts I listen to come out either weekly or biweekly. So one day, one day, one day. One yeah, day. we'll be in our mid fifties talking about the Nintendo and no one would care. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You never know. I think it, I yeah, think there'll I'm, be I'm, enough people that want to listen to it. So I I am constantly surprised with how many like people in their teens are still interested mm-hmm. in the original Nintendo, Super Nintendo. It's just it's mind boggling to me. It's like guys, these games are way older than you are, and and they're they're into it. You know, there's a simplicity to that era of games. There's mm-hmm. uh, beauty to that type of sprite work and MIDI music and stuff that you don't find in modern games. Even the ones that try and emulate, you know, the past. You know, they they do a decent job, but almost every one of these quote quote unquote eight bit era games that gets made now looks more. Uh, like they're trying to look like that era and they'll have effects and sounds and stuff within mm-hmm. that game that never would have been produced back then, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe that's just me being old fart, but I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> our stuff was better. Damn it. Damn it. You're right. For you're... the most part, I, I, I do love fucking modern games. So dude. <laughs> well, of course. Of oh, course. But... But yeah, I've been uh, hollering at you for some good amount of time. It's it's good to do so, and I'd, I'd sit here and continue to do so. But uh, eventually, I'm going to have to get back to work. Um, yeah, and I should although, probably go to sleep. I got work tomorrow, and I got an early meeting at seven fifteen. So I should probably no fuck that. Get on your PlayStation and play something. I, I think. I, well, I might do that or watch that Star Trek Lower Decks show. I've been really into that, and I got a little backlog, so I might just relax yeah. and. Hang out. Right on. I really enjoyed uh, Invincible, if you haven't seen that yet. That's that's really great. That's on Amazon Prime there. Uh, oh, the, I'm re-watching. The, yeah, that look, does look good. The cartoon? Yeah, it's it's super violent and uh, good. really good. I, I think you dig it. And then uh, there, there's that other show that's effectively the same show. It's called The Boys. Oh, I love that. But it's live action. I love The Boys. I love The Boys. Yeah, um, Invincible is kind of like The Boys, but a cartoon is the best way to... It's okay. very similar. And then uh, right now I've been watching King of the Hill like all month. I'm on the, <laughs> really? I'm on the last season of King of the Hill. Wow. And you kind of... I, I kind of didn't realize at the time or, or forgot how like right-wing that show is. And like a lot of it, I'm just kind of like rolling my eyes at and stuff. And then like how many characters in it they just kind of abandon, you know, and just never mentioned again, you know, and you're just like, Oh, okay. You know, it does some like really cool stuff in that, like they kill cotton off and like the 10th season, you know, he dies and like, that's not something you'd normally get from a cartoon sitcom like that, you know? Um, but then like cotton, they don't address the fact cotton has a baby that he named good Hank G H, you know? And they just like, they never mentioned in the episode where he dies that he just left this young woman because he's married to Dee Dee, who's like the same age as Hank, and left her completely without any source of income because she is a dingbat with a newborn baby that she doesn't want. She's in several episodes, like tried to pawn it off on other people and so on and so forth. And they just don't mention it. They're just like, oh, yeah, Hank's little brother. Uh, 
just to the wind. You don't know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> just like, okay, yeah. thanks. Yeah, yeah but uh, uh, it's a, you know, it's it's a great show despite its, like, you know, political leanings and stuff. They, they don't hit it, like, too hard like, say, South Park does, you know? Uh-huh. Um so yeah, it still it still definitely holds up. You know, some of the I, I literally had a lot of actual laugh out loud moments, and that's not something that I do often hmm. um, with shows. So yeah, if you haven't watched it or haven't seen it in a while, that's still a great. show I used to watch. to watch a smattering of it. It was like on it butted up against The Simpsons, so I would like you know get a little bit here and there. But it was I yeah. was a little young for it when I was watching The Simpsons. It didn't really appeal to me, you know, for like you know middle aged men like. Hanging out now. It's it's more relevant now than it was when I watched <laughs> yeah. it when I was younger because now it's like those are my friends. Yeah, know? yeah, that would be me. <laughs> I, that's a, that's a good time right like, there, hanging out in the. It's like uh, I saw a meme just today of the Rugrats, and it shows the four fathers. I saw that. Like, <laughs> those are my friends. God, they look like as a kid. I thought, wow, what what are, adults are weird now? That's what we do. You yeah, know? it's like. Yep. He nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Rugrats. But yeah, anyway, I'm I'm gonna let you go. You do, I don't know, whatever it is you do, man. Get that good jerk going. I will. There's a really nice uh, that '70s show porn parody. Okay. Pretty sweet. Can't wait. So check that out, and you know. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Well, I'll talk, talk to you later. Talk to you later. See ya. Bye. Bye.